Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. What up, what up, niggas? Ladies and germs, what's good? Let me know if y'all can hear me out there in the chat room. We trying this new head- headphones thing. Make sure we rocking and rolling. All right, somebody said, what up, panic, loud and clear. Good, so now we know. Knowing is half the battle. Astros, what's good, what's good? All right, yeah, we starting it off right and tight. And we're going to do it for the night. It's going to be a Q&A. We got my brother, Elijah. He's going to come in the building. He's already here. Let me, just, let me just get him in the building right now. What's up, Elijah? What's good, Panic? How you feeling, bro? Chilling, my nigga. Almighty. We're going to do right. another Q&A. Get it in. Three things to talk about. Three things to talk about. All right. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know how it is, Pandemonium Radio, every other Tuesday night. So if you tune in and you don't hear us on a Tuesday, guess what? We'll be back the next Tuesday because that's what we're doing here every other Tuesday night. You call in 724-444-7444. You use our caller ID. That number is the basic number for TalkShoe Radio. 724-444-7444. But what's important is that caller ID. The caller ID is 140203. That's 140203. And that's how you get to the Pandemonium Radio Show with Brother Panic and Brother Elijah. Every other Tuesday, twice a month. I don't know if you're there yet. It's supposed to be, yeah, it was just the last, was this the last week in February or the third week? Just the last week. All right, so we know to fuck that up. It'll be, now you know, it'll be the second week and last week. But who knows when that cycle may change? You know, shit happens. We are chaos beings here. But so far, I look forward to tuning in the last week of the month and the second week of the month. Pandemonium Radio. We're going to have a guest next week. I think we're going to have my man, Brother Adika. I'm right. going to get him on tonight, but it was too short. You know, I just thought about him. Brother named by Brother Adika. He does work. He does talks. Y'all may see him around every once in a while. I'm going to have him on, see what he got going on, what he's about. Let him talk about some of the things he wants to talk about. You know what I'm saying? All right. We might have Brother Deacon next week. That's the way things are looking. I got in real late, dog. I'm running around all day. You know what I'm saying? I went to... You might hear the crunching. You feel me? 
Oh yes, that that they ain't, they ain't nothing like, new. You know, right? Like what 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 has changed? <laughs> That's what I really see. What has changed? So, quarantine because I'm getting I, I didn't get a chance to eat nothing because my nigga. A couple of weeks back, I went to this uh, chiropractor, but you know they take Medicare, so it's real professional. You have X-ray machines and clickers and applications and and your your goddamn insurance card. Okay. The way they was talking to me, too much like a motherfucking hustle. It didn't feel right. I fucked them. So my massage therapist, and I know that sounds bougie, but let me back that up. Let me qualify that. You know what I'm saying? It's easier with the massage therapy. That's why you get this zombie massage thing a lot at her hotmail. So she has she had peers in the game. Right. Those peers are friends who's as Khadija still has a massage equipment, I get him to come out to the house for a very fair price. Okay. Even if she didn't have it, they would set it up. So I don't want to be like, oh, I'm a massage therapist. Like, y'all niggas is thinking I'm living like J.R. You end up in this motherfucker. <laughs> but ain't nothing wrong with it. If that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Let God out. So, no. So anyway, he told me about this spot called The Joint, and then a little bit more hood. You just walk in, you know what I'm saying, anytime you want. It's just shit. Boom, boom, boom. It's just like boom, boom, boom. While I'm there today for the first time filling out the paperwork, while I'm filling out the paperwork, seven niggas went in and came out. Boom, boom, boom. I said, niggas, you done already? He said, motherfucker, nigga, yes. And he said, what you got to do is just stay with this shit. So technically, if I probably would have stuck with the first one, I'd have noticed some things. So I said, oh, that's the key. He said, yeah, it builds up. So I said, all right. Went to that motherfucker. Oh, my God, my nigga. That nigga did some shit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't want to leave, my nigga. That first one I went to, uh-uh. Let me, let me on my side, grabbing this arm, putting this arm back, twisting his leg up. <laughs> oh. He's like, turn on the side. I'm like, wait, go slow. I knew <laughs> it was that gay, son. But immediately after I got up, my lower back was feeling where I was so I said, yeah, I heard you're supposed to do this and keep going. You feel better. He said, yeah, you got to look at this like exercise. Then it made a little mm. more sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm. I don't know how about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because along with all that st- sore and stick neck shit, stiff neck shit, a lot of that comes with the bones need to be adjusted. But after what it is. Mm. That's yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. I, I had to go to a chiropractor when I was a kid, man, and uh, that wow. shit was I, that shit was crazy for me at the time. Well, it, was, it, was, it was, yeah, it was. Well, my my back was um, 
basically they, they said my bones wasn't growing in right. You know what I'm saying? They said at the mm. point in time I was growing too fast and they said my bones wasn't aligning right. So they had to fix it. Mm. So yeah, I would, my dad would take me out there and man, he'd be doing all sorts of neck snapping and popping and you mm. know what I'm saying? It was, it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, mm. um, I definitely remember every time I walked out of there, I felt pretty damn good. Yes. Because I didn't get that sensation walking out the first place, even if it would have stuck with it. It wasn't like that nigga made a trick happen, you know what I'm saying, hmm. in this particular one. So all I have to say, I'm happy about that shit. And the shit is basically you get the package, four visits for 59 Oh, that's nice. And he said, I'm a, yeah, oh, you, if you, yeah, you may just want to do this shit just to do it. Right. <laughs> Four fifty nine. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, but my nigga, that's the package. You know what I'm saying? And basically, he said, you need two visits a week for a month, then four visits for a month. So basically, he said, for, these, for the first one, the four visits, those are on me. So basically, I'm getting the four visits for 50, I'm getting eight visits for 59 for the first month. Now, month to month, basically, you pay, basically you're paying $59 for four joints. That's the package. And you can go get those four joints whenever you want. Because that's what the massage therapist was telling me. He said, it's a price. He said, $100 a month? He's like, no, it ain't even close to that. I can't remember what it is. So it's 59 and you get those four whatever. Now, here's the sweet shit. Let's say you in motherfucking Florida. You can go into that joint and get that. It's called a joint. So, so while I'm saying all this for all you other motherfuckers out there who need this kind of shit, a chiropractor, they're all over the country. So you need to see if they're in your area. It's called the joint. And you get a, and you know what I'm saying, get that alignment right. If that's what's going, you got back pains or whatever, you a hunched over ass nigga, or you may even be depressed and not know what's going on because you sit at your desk all day. Go see what's up. Mm-hmm. Man, shit feel good. So that price is unbeatable, you know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things you said. We don't take no Medicaid, no Medicare, no motherfucking glucose. We the cheapest motherfucker. We probably the best deal you gonna get on this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, by far. I never right even heard. No, I ain't never heard no price like that. Right, because this nigga wanted me to do a copay for twenty five dollars. I revisit. So if I went to see him, that's a hundred dollars a month, even with him taxing my insurance. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I wasn't even feeling. I wasn't even feeling live coming out of his office. They used the machines. This nigga was all hands, Kev, which I told him hmm. better anyway. Hmm. A machine? How? How did do chiro, how, how does he do chiropractic with a machine? It's well, it's a it's a device, I should say. Whereas he put it against you, he clicks it and it, and it bangs it for you. Ah, uh, um, yeah, I, I wasn't yeah. feeling like it. He was doing that shit with my neck. I was like, no, 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 I'm saying. He cracked my neck in a little different way. I usually sit there and crack my own neck. I'm saying, he's doing the shit I do at home. I'm paying him to do the shit I do at home. Now, he went deeper and put it at angles. I'm like, oh, yeah, nigga. Yep. That nigga yep. cracked my lower back. I heard that shit crack. Right? 
I know how to crack my back. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he was rocking with it. Yeah, they're on a whole nother level. A whole nother level of back cracking. So it's called a joint. You need to see if it's in your area. And if it is, you need to investigate. Like, I'm sure that that price is countrywide. All right. Well, I know it is basically anywhere in the country that they have them. They they set up like a uh, like a gym. You know what I'm saying? I can go to LA Fitness across the country. You know what I'm saying? With my membership, you got your yep. membership, but then they gave me a membership card and all that fly shit. Oh, nice. So nice. Other than that, it's on. You know what? We're gonna get all our promotions out the way. So we're gonna talk about that movie, Get Out. All right. I know that shit's on niggas at gym tonight. We're gonna have a little Q and A, get into something. All right, good. That's what's up, um, Janelle. Thanks to Panic and Bobby, I see movies in a whole different light. here, Greg. That's right. I'm glad you do. That's what we're trying to do. Movies, and I'm going to say it even more to Bobby. You know, I went further in specializing in dealing with subliminal attacks in movies. I'm whole built on decoding movies. That's my shit. Now, that's my classes are based upon the subconscious mind and how to reprogram it, the keys you need to reprogram it, first and foremost, understanding it's a concept and, and, you know, what it is and the differences in your own mind of how things are uh, uh, even enter you and are designed to enter you based upon your humanity versus your spirituality, so on and such. This new motherfucking book, mind you, y'all niggas, get your money ready. While you're thinking it's going to take a long time for this new book, it's going to be up in your asses quite sooner than you think because this one I'm not doing a lot of research. A lot of this comes from my mind. So it's just a matter of writing it. It's called The Seven Laws of Dark Magic. It's going to be fucking hell. Might, right. be the seven laws of, might be the seven laws of dark power, either way. But I'm going very hard on the subconscious mind, what mind control is, so on and so forth. These things, a lot of shit you ain't never heard before. I'll touch a little bit on uh, the Illuminati and their true agenda, how the shit y'all talking about that this happened ain't nothing. I go into hard about the uh, 9-11 and Back to the Future, but I take you even harder and deeper than you would see on that goddamn white man's 9-11. I'm going to show you more shit that was in there that those people missed. And I'm going to show you how they uh, predicted George Bush and all of that in there. But you don't All see right. that on All the motherfucking YouTubes. You understand? Obama, too. I'm going to show you how those motherfuckers was in there. Without, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew it. So I go hard there. There's something I thought I wanted to get out. And, you know, subliminal attacks. And, mm, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to mention anymore. I'm going to leave it as a surprise. But I'm going to show you how shit works, even if you're not aware of it. That's why, as me and Colthus, your first step is to be aware of this. Because I'm going to show you how, even if you're not aware, this works very much in the same context of as if you did know. So, so far, this is shaping up to be very interesting. I'm already starting to write the seven laws. So those shits are easy. I just have to write those down. After that, I'm going to sum it up with three, three or four chapters. So you're looking at in five hot minutes, I'll be summing this book up. And once I put it in Courtney's hand, forget about it. We'll be ready to print before you know it. Mm-hmm. So the niggas better save your little pennies because it's coming. And I see what you niggas do. Lord, oh, Lord. If I didn't know the, the month, I sure know it would be the end of February based upon how many niggas buy class. Boy, over when you niggas get your taxes back, the first thing y'all seem to do is just go get a class from Brother Tank. And everybody want to be in the same motherfucking month. There's no such thing as class with fucking 75 niggas in it. So <laughs> some of you niggas who pay late, you best believe I'll see you niggas in April. Right. I'm going to have to call everybody and let all them niggas who thought they were getting in this month and let them know, yes, I got you. Yes, you're on the list. And you have to wait. Y'all have to give me working numbers, phone numbers, because as soon as you pay, the next email you get is, I need your name and phone number. You'll get a call when it's time for class. And then you got all these thirsty motherfuckers. I I haven't got a call yet. Have you forgotten about me? No, motherfucker, you ain't got a call yet. That means it ain't your turn. You will when it's your turn. I get that you're checking up, so I forget that. But I'm gonna tell you, when you get that call, no one's forgot about you. As soon as you send, as soon as y'all pay me, your shit goes into a folder. You you, you pretty much can't be forgotten. If you're talking two months and all of that shit, then then you got a good argument. But you know, and then maybe you should check. Other than that, no, you're on the fucking list. One fucking guy. Gave me the wrong fucking number, calling, calling, calling. And then, of course, he starts emailing me on Facebook. Like, nigga, stop emailing me on Facebook. Email me when you're supposed to. Texting me on fucking Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is going to make shit happen quicker. You know what I'm saying? No, that just makes you get blocked quicker. No, don't do, I don't do business on Facebook. You know, get me, get me here. If you're not getting the email, that means I didn't check my email or the shit you send it is making no fucking sense. Try again. And, um, you know, you figure out you gave me some of the wrong fucking number. I say, yeah, but we can't make, we can't time travel and put you in February's class. You have to do the next one. He's texting me on Facebook and I'm telling him, email me, email me, email me. I mean, you say something else again, you're your fucking money back. Okay, well, I just said that. Uh, you're, all right, here's your fucking money back, you fucking clown. You can't learn basic instructions. How the fuck are you going to learn metaphysics? Now, I don't yeah, really. have no time for you to be in my class slowing everybody down. I do 
give you your money back. If I see that you're going to either be a problem or I can't teach you, we can't do it. This is actually a beginner's class that I teach. I teach for those who may have never even heard it before. There's people who say, I've seen you one lecture that you've done, and now I'm in your class. They pay immediately, and they're in that month. I'm like, damn, I don't remember. And they still get and benefit from the class. That's the way the class is designed. I'm just a liar if you think about it. You can see that. I speak to that level. A liar took the class over this time because he sat in with Uche. Uche did crime and left. Brother Panic. Your hospitality. Like, yeah, I'm glad, man. That was what made me cry. One niggas who actually life has changed. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because of this world. It's their message, and I get it. I do never suit myself up enough to believe somehow I'm so fucking special. What's special is the shit I'm talking about. When I'm talking about as much as it's mine, it belongs to those who listen to that message as well. And that's just what it is. Yeah, it's like um, there'll be, I, I'll get a lot of brothers that, you know, uh, hit me up on Facebook and whatnot, and uh, we'll be asking all these different questions. And then, you know, most of the time what I'll say is, you know, that's a good-ass question. Have you taken the class? No. Because you wouldn't be asking these questions right. if you had taken the class. Right. Exactly. Because that's what they're designed to answer. All the minutiae of the same day-to-day, routine-ass, everyday, humdrum questions that most niggas have. It's designed to put you on the path to answer your own questions instead of having to rely on anybody with your Christianity asses out there, fake-ass conscious Christians. You want to play that game with you? Somebody wrote a whole fucking poem about that movie, Get Out, and tagged me in it, thanking me for the aspect of what I did, but I'm looking at the shit that they wrote going, you really don't want to thank me in this one. So instead of letting me, so instead of me embarrassing you in front of all your friends, on Facebook, I'm just going to go ahead and detag myself from this shit. Right. But don't do that. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't ready to be a scientist, you know what I mean? You shouldn't be one. You should have a more clear understanding of what this shit is about. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just uh, trying to crack on conscious people. And you're not even that. You don't even know what half these niggas don't even want to know what consciousness is. Not from his original aspect. And when I talked to a deacon who was also tagged on that, you know, he's like, "Yeah, the guy's a nice guy, and you know, he's cool." But uh, I was saying, you know, you know, he didn't see the thing. And I'm going to talk about some of those concepts tonight. Not just about this guy, but about shit in general that came up based upon me observing this which is how a lot of shit comes up based upon my observation. First and foremost is movie. And if you haven't seen this movie, Get Out, I'm going to try to my best 
not to drop any spoilers because it's kind of the thing you want to see. And I do recommend conscious people get an enjoyment of this movie. I think you quite will enjoy it for what it is. When you start hmm. acting all extra scientific and decoding, then you're going to have a problem. When you start to put your personal emotions into the production or those who have produced it, then you're going to have a problem. But we learned that before. That's called church folks. And before we get into this, because I see my ass starting. Let me get some of this shit out the way. Let me see my email, because Visa said to send even there is no fire yet. I do have the details of the Philly lecture, and there's only no flyer because I got in so late. If I was here all day, I, not only did I do the chiropractor, I did some running around. So let me look for this uh, Visa email, which is right here, and you guys get ready. We are going to be doing it on Saturday, April 1st, April Fool's Day. And I don't know what the name of this lecture is going to be yet, but on April Fool's Day, I'm already hearing the science of the drunk monkey or the science of the fool. I'm going to get, no, the science of the fool, you know what I'm saying, and I'll get into the drunk monkey. You can email VCWC, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at gmail.com, and there you can get the webinar information. The address will be 400 Archer Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19106. That's 400 Archer Street. No, I'm sorry, Arch Street, A-R-C-H Street. That's in Philadelphia, PA, 191-106. The lecture time starts at 5 p.m. We end at 12 a.m., 5 to 12. You can call the hotel. It will be in the hotel boardroom or whatever it is, the lecture room. So 400 Archer Street is also a Wyndham Hotel. So if you, want, if you need to come and stay in a hotel, a good one would be the Wyndham Hotel at 400 Arch Street because you'll be able to walk right downstairs and check out the lecture in Philadelphia. So those who are coming to need hotel, for those of you in Philly, get your ass to 400 Arch Street, Philadelphia, PA, 191 106, the phone number, 215-923-8660, 5 p.m. to 12. Or for more information, not because there will be a webinar. So for those of you who are too far out, need a webinar, contact Visa, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at gmail.com. Saturday, April 1st. That's April Fool's Day. So we're going to talk about the fool and we're going to talk about the drunk monk and all that good shit. I'll come up with an official title when I do the flyer this week. Look for a flyer this week for any other details that usually found 
encompassed in the flyer. But Philly, New York, Jersey, Connecticut, stand up. I expect New York to be in a motherfucking building. I know Jersey's representing. I know Connecticut's representing. And you may say, well, who the fuck is in Connecticut? A whole bunch of herb pack buying ass conscious niggas. All you niggas in the tri-state area, Rhode Island, this may be a stretch for you, but get your asses on 95 and come on down too, motherfuckers. We're going to pack this motherfucker out. 5 to 12, 400 Arch Street, Philadelphia, 19106. The phone number, 215-923-8660. You can call them to make arrangements or any other information you need to get to that hotel on April 1st, April 1st, Philadelphia. I don't want to hear no bullshitting. Get up. And those are my webinar niggas who can't make it too far. You know what to do. Get in contact with Visa, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at gmail.com. I'll be running this again. For Philadelphia, we are in the building. Are y'all ready? Philadelphia, are y'all ready because I am going to shit a brick on y'all niggas. I want to see New York in the house, everything, getting it up. Good-looking, Bradford. Copy and paste that and keep throwing that up from time to time for me, my brother. Noble Dre Ali says, I'm ready. Brother Phil says, word up, but he's going to say that to no matter what the fuck happens. We all in there, culturallyspeaking.com. Go see her and see what's going on. Good looking, Bradford. All the time, all the time. Know what I'm saying? All right, let's get it on. Where we at? Saying what's up to my nigga Dame in the house. Occult Terry Tees. He got the mugs, got the T-shirt. O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S.com. Going over there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Janelle's going to be there. I'm already feeling love. Janelle is telling me she got a chicken cheesesteak for me, brother. Panaman, you gave a listen to this, Janelle. And I mean this with everything in my soul so you don't get offended. Do not put no motherfucking mayonnaise on my goddamn sandwich. You're going to see a nigga have a fit like that nigga who said, say it again. Say it one more motherfucking time. Ooh, I'm begging you to say it. I'm going to kill you, nigga. Like uh, Pinky, you know what I'm saying? From <laughs> That was Pinky, nigga. Look here, nigga. Right, that's Pinky, Gastro. You know it. Look here, nigga. You hitting turns kind of hard, and you almost made me spill my motherfucking yak. You know what I'm saying? Say it again, nigga. Say it one more time. So... <laughs> Janelle, no mayonnaise on that chicken cheese steak. You know what I'm saying? And we good money. As always, we trying to get Elias ass to go. This nigga don't even want to come up the block to my motherfucking house no more. He's doing this shit from his home. <laughs> Lazy ass ass nigga. Only reason we seen that nigga cause he had to bring goddamn Oche over this motherfucker. Uche over this motherfucker. Other than that, nigga doing his shit remote, fancy-ass, remote-ass, wireless-ass, Samsung-ass nigga. 
Hey, yeah, good good luck setting it up that way, man. Works perfect. Yeah, nigga, I, nigga, I, nigga, I ain't shit up there. You figure shit out. My setup will sit across the table from me. You know my setup. Nigga, I'll, this I'll, is yours. I'll be back next show. Next show, I'll be back in the show. I don't believe that bullshit, nigga. That's a month later. Fancy-ass nigga. Oh, Wi-Fi-ass, House of the Future-ass nigga. <laughs> oh, super set-up-ass nigga. Oh, modern-ass, social network-ass, Twitter fingers-ass. <laughs> nigga. <laughs> well, well, tra- oh, well, trust me. Oh, let God out, work from home, ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga really took that shit seriously. I'm a work from home everywhere. Like, God damn, nigga, is it hard to come here? Got plenty of Popeyes and shit, nigga. I, what you need, nigga? <laughs> I know that shit is hard, you know what I'm saying? Doing all of that bullshit. See a grant in the building. I know last time we had see a grant come on, then I went crazy again. He talked for about three minutes. And I went crazy again. But you know that's how shit goes sometimes. I'm a mad, mad man. Hey, but I mean no harm. When the spirit's moving, oh. it's moving. Yo, Alex Williams says, Oh yeah, panic that Jimmy Rich shit was a classic. Good. Well, I thought that was pretty good when we was doing it, but you might put that shit up and, um, you know, never know these niggas. I say, what the fuck was y'all niggas doing? But uh, I'm getting good feedback off of Jimmy Rich. And let me tell nah, you That man, shit was a classic. Yeah. That shit was definitely classic. Let me tell you, Jimmy Rich, son, it's not even, that's not even it. What that nigga was, it ended up being that. That was the last class. It ended up being that. This nigga was going, from the day one, we kept, this nigga kept saying shit that was joy. He ain't got no frontal lobe, son. He would just say any motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? The first thing I was saying, y'all niggas. No no frontal lobe. uh Yeah, he ain't got no frontal lobe. Nothing to tell him. Maybe I need not to say that in front of this room full of motherfucking black people. Nothing tells him that. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy Rich whole shit is look. If I could think it, then it's good enough to it's good enough to say it. And show the fuck enough he would. This nigga here, you know, I'm sitting there gonna look here, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? When I was, you know, before my days with Khadija, you know what I'm saying? I was fucking a bunch of witches, you know what I'm saying? Fucking about seven of these motherfuckers, four, five, at a motherfucking time, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it does, you know what I'm saying, when you on this magic that I'm trying to teach you niggas now, you know, you will expand to these motherfucking levels of consciousness. There's nothing like two women sucking your toes until their mouths give out. See, because there's a difference. You may have gotten this pleasure, you understand, but this particular pleasure, you know, you get a couple of sucks, a couple of pumps, and they going back up to suck on your dick. No, 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 no. We're talking about sucking your toes until forever, you know what I'm saying, until their mouth lock up. Daddy, I can't do anymore. All right, you may come and rest now. It's time to use your vagina, you understand? 
So I'm speaking in this sort of manner that you will actually tap in if you go into certain levels of meditation. This actually, your legs is a part of the root chakra. Your life will get better getting your toes sucked. This shit is in the Bible, nigga, the Bible. They changed it, but it still has its symbolic meaning. Mary Magdalene washes Jesus' feet with her hair and basically raises them up. And they tell you her consciousness is actually raising them up. But this particular position, you know, her ass in the air on all fours, heads down, and you actually laying down a seated position, you're pulling from her kundalini and she's hitting your feet, waking you up. This also gets his feet massaged. Probably, but well, who? I don't think it's the Mahavadis. I can't remember who. But a bunch of bitches, a crew of hoes. So I used to have a crew of hoes, a crew of queens, if that makes you feel better, perform this kind of thing on me, and they loved it. They loved it. And my consciousness was in that level. But see, when I said this, Jimmy Rich says, oh, hell no. I said, wait a minute, nigga. And before I even say that, for all you civil rights activists, oh, boy, but I love to suck their toes, too. I used to clean them dirty feet, <laughs> the dirty feet. So we, we, we were sharing this chore. We were sharing this form of ecstasy, nigga. Ecstasy. Jimmy Ritz says... He don't want no chick fucking with his toe. What the fuck is that, nigga? We had to pause class and observe this, nigga. How, what nigga do not want a woman sucking his goddamn toe? You should be begging for it. Most niggas start asking me, panic, how did, how did you accomplish this? How do I accomplish this? You understand what I'm saying? Right. Not Jimmy Rich. Not Jimmy Rich at all. I'm saying he's just he's such an odd man and um, he said nothing but things like that the entire month the entire month you can count on Jimmy Rich to say something that's shocking so you know then it got then you know niggas once niggas get a wind of these oddities everything that comes up so did you ever do that Jimmy Rich (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you ever do that? Do you eat pussy? Just the way he said he eats pussy was so fucking unconvincing. I he think said, he said, three. he said, what did he say, three times? Mm-hmm. Three times. <laughs> this nigga's 30-something. You know what I'm saying? We ain't talking no 23-year-old kid. Because even my sons ate more pussy than him. And them niggas 21. And they still coming into being. Mm-hmm. He said three pussies. Oche says, shit, he ate one pussy three times. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> Is that bad? And this nigga, this nigga would laugh along with it. This nigga was dying laughing just as much. We went in, I went, we went in on him for an hour. And he was laughing just as hard as anybody else. Yep. Man, he was not embarrassed, none of that. He was a good sport, man. This nigga is my friend forever. Forever. So I want to give yeah. a shout-out to Jimmy Rich, who brought us so much pleasure. My girl Visa's in the building. Sea Biscuit. What up, Visa? 
What's going on, sister? Let's get her on the phone, relax. See what she's doing. See what that right. Philly thing. She set up Philly. We want to give a shout out to Visa, VC VC, because she set up uh, Philly. You know what I'm saying? Philly is now in effect. We uh, she did it very good. We're gonna be at the Wyndham Hotel. It's gonna be in the Wyndham Hotel in their main lecture room, 400 Arch Street, R A R. CH Philadelphia PA 19106. Their phone number is 215 923 8660, 5 p.m. to 12. Saturday the 1st, I am going to shut shit down. New York, get your lazy asses on the goddamn Greyhound or the goddamn Chinese bus and get the fuck to Philly. Please, indeed. Two hours away, I don't need to hear that. New York, get to Philly. You know what I'm saying? I want to see New York. I want to see familiar faces. Dame will be in the building. I know I know that better be right. So y'all niggas will be able to meet Dame for the first time face-to-face. If y'all got shirts you want, you better tell them so you can bring them or whatever. Saturday, April 1st. VCWC, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I. We're going to have our webinar popping. Visa got you again. And as you can see, the quality and the sound of the webinar was 100, my niggas. Don't blame us if your internet connection is fucked up. <laughs> to be absolutely clear, what Visa said did and stuck to because she's a woman of her word is those of you who had bad connections in the webinar you need to let her know communicate with her and it's possible you will get a free copy of the tape that she made of me recording Mm -hmm. so you got a backup plan for those of y'all who feel jinky shaky about it, but there's no reason. Very cheap shit, $25 as always. Very good price for what you are niggas about to get, for what you about to receive from 5 to 12. And I'm going to give it to you. It's going to be the science of the fool on April Fool's Day. Nothing better. And I'm going to go in because that, what you didn't know, there is a science of the motherfucking fool. You know what I'm saying? Flavor Flav, baby. We're going to get down with that. Where's Visa at? Visa. I'm here. Also, you got they please don't try to watch the webinar on your phone. It will not work. People still, it will not work on the cell phone. And if if you're using a web browser, it won't open. Try Firefox or um, Chrome. Some people say Explorer works for them. That's fine. But just switch your browser. A refresh if you can't fall back on. That's simple. It just refresh your um, recompress the reconnect and the reconnect or change your browser, but do not use your cell phone. It will not work. You see what I'm saying? Good, good. Glad you brought that up. Y'all niggas is acting like something wrong with the webinar, trying to watch it on your goddamn iPhone, nigga. You playing with too much power here. Y'all better get to a. What about a tablet? How, how's that? Do you get any reports on how it works on a tablet? Some people say it works for them on their tablet. 
All right, so you better at least have a tablet or going up the channel. You understand? A tablet or going up uh, uh, to view this webinar. Y'all ain't going to do whatever y'all want to do then act like something's wrong with us. You understand what I'm saying? Watching it, you know you fucking got a cheap internet connection, and this shit is streaming, so that means it takes a lot of data. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you ain't going to have a cheap internet connection. You're paying fucking the lowest price you can pay for your internet fucking seven ninety nine a month and going, what's wrong with their shit? Why it don't work? They acting funny. No, motherfucker, your shit is funny style. So if you ain't got the shit that, that, that is usually standard for this level of the game, and you can call your internet company and find out what's your limitations, you understand, then we don't want it because we don't want to hear the headache of why you can't get on. Refreshing your internet browser, there may be a problem. You got to understand this is a paid-for service that uses tokens, so when you're refreshing and getting off, and you may not be able to get back on without paying because you're using tokens. So it's registering your computer in that one turn that you had as a view. So you need a reliable connection. Right. A reliable connection, guys. This particular one, and moving forward, Visa will be having DVDs. Right. So you will also be able to get the DVDs from Visa as well moving forward. Of course, you have to wait till she's able to get them together and produce them, so you have to wait. What you niggas want is to get on this webinar. I'm sure you can figure out this web connection without using your goddamn phones and all the rest of that goddamn crap that you were using. Um, so that's what it is. So how's it looking, Lisa? Philly, the first, you excited? You happy? You ready for action? Yeah, I'm ready for Philly, and I'm getting good You don't feedback. sound excited. You do not sound excited. Come <laughs> on, Sea Biscuit. <laughs> I can't get too excited. Get it up, Sea Biscuit. Don't start that. People are hitting me up. Getting a lot of love from Philly. I think it's the most action I've seen. Okay, so you're getting a lot of love from Philly. Philly, yeah. I want to uh, get this shit. Sir Noble, you going to be in Philly? Sir Noble? You ain't around there, nigga. Where you at? Are you in, where you at, Sir Noble? Yeah, he's going to be there. Jeff, right? Jeff, my nigga. I've been waiting to meet this nigga live since forever. <laughs> Forever, Jeff been one of the first niggas on this earth tax shit, and still buy them shits like it's going out of style. Jeff got a Jeff. Oh man, I can't wait to meet this nigga here. <laughs> oh, yeah, Philly's gonna be it. So you get a lot of Philly love, which I expect. Philly's a big city. Philly's big consciousness, and like I said, I really don't think New York is not gonna gonna let me down on this one. It's really close. And we see, should see some heads. Jersey ain't no sucker MCs neither, and I don't want to sleep on Connecticut. So I'm feeling this whole little tri-state area right now. But yeah. and that is not to sleep on Philly. Philly's some bad motherfuckers. 
We got North Philadelphia, South Philadelphia, East Philadelphia, and West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground where I spend most of my days <laughs> chilling out and acting all cool. Then a bunch of these motherfuckers acting all cool. <laughs> you niggas might come out to, to Philly and then your uncle might move y'all niggas to Bel Air. So there's always a good chance for that. Y'all niggas from West Philadelphia go to this lecture and you might move to Uncle Phil's house. That's what I'm promising. Not all of you, but somebody. So bring your asses. That's all you can do. Like I said, we're going to have that shit at the Wyndham Hotel in the uh, main room. I'm going to show you how the magic works. You know what I'm saying? Because they quoted Visa, you know, semi-retard prices. Then as me and Visa was working out the details, Visa calls another person or or actually kickstand Sally. You know, she Mm -hmm. used her man powers. She calls another person, and the person asked him, well, what kind of lecture is is this going to be? And she explained what it was that was coming. And the lady said, wow, I'm really interested in that. Who is it? So a brother named Brother Panic. She Googles me. She's listening to my shit right there and said, I'm going to give y'all niggas all sorts of discounts because not only do I want you here, I'm coming to this motherfucking lecture uh, mm. and let the games begin. You know what I'm saying? So she gave us the lowest she could give us. Mm-hmm. And and um, she'll be at the motherfucking lecture. That's how we roll. And she dropped the Philadelphia, born and raised. And she dropped the parking price to ten dollars. And the parking prices for ten dollars, niggas. <laughs> Ooh la la! Niggas will be paying ten dollars for parking. What more can I say? Top villain. She is in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground where I spend most of my days. <laughs> oh, it's going to be on on this one. I'm feeling it. Philly, I'm real. I'm, I'm be smelling Manhattan. So I'm going to be acting. I'm going to be in my element, son. I didn't go to Philly all the time. I know Janelle is going to buy me one of them cheesesteaks. But I've been eating all them shits out there already. Yeah. But I don't mind getting another free one, son. <laughs> so bring it on, sister. No mail. No mail. My son's going to be out there. He's going to be driving, but he want to go to Geno's and all the rest of that shit. And I know you're another sister now is going to be out there. Take him to some of the hood places. You know what I'm saying? You can have sex with him, too. It's okay. Don't worry about it. No, I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I love you, Mac. But, uh, yeah, my son's going to come out there, too. We, well, both of them are going to be out there. I told them to roll around Philly. They don't need me. They can just boogie, boogie, boogie. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we're gonna, we actually going to drive out there. We're going to get a renter and the whole crew posse is going to come. Then when I meet Visa out there, Visa is going to take over. Visa, your ass will be driving me. To oh. and fro, oh. like always, oh. and they're gonna be just rolling around in the car. <laughs> oh man! What the hell y'all doing? Y'all messing up my show. 
or like giggling and sniggling. No, you come on driving you around. Like you always fucking do. I'm, I'm gonna drive around Philly. I'm talking about to get my shit stuff. Driving me around consists of taking me to the fucking hotel and getting the fuck out. Yeah. That's okay. what driving me around means. And then taking me to fucking get something to eat. Eating right across the table saying very little and driving me back to the hotel and getting the fuck it's out of nice. here. It's going to be nice. I don't, I'm a, it's it's going to be nice. I'm going to have a good oh, time. It's, it's going to be nice for me, for you. It may not be so nice. Based yes, on my reputation. My mean reputation. <laughs> Trying to deal with common sense and my shit is mean. <laughs> loudy, 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 loudy. I appreciate your integrity and all that you do, Visa. You've been wow. very, very instrumental and patient getting shit done. I suggest if anybody needs shit done, this is the person to call. On point, got her shit pretty much in order, and she's the one organizing this entire Philly. So let, let's be clear. No one's bringing me in. No one said, oh, panic, I just must have you come. Like I said, that day is over. You really don't need anybody to bring us in. Visa is excellent at finding locations. So in not living in that place. So, actually, the big deal with lectures were that you had to know somebody out there. They would have the location. They would do the flyers. Um, they would do the, the DVDs were their problem. Webinars didn't even exist. Didn't even exist. You had to rely on whoever showed up at the door as your entire paycheck, and that was that. The next fancy thing that people figured out who did these shows and, or these lectures who brung people in, who flew them in, had to fly them in, pay that fee, pay for their hotel, and pay their fee, that's what they were responsible for if you're going to bring a lecturer in. And Bobby did this. Bobby said, well, I'm a grassroots nigga from the South, so I'll stay at your house. So he got to know people, and he would stay at their house because it was the same routine people bringing him in from state to state. He would stay at their house. And like I said, he got to know them, and they knew him, and they would hold him down for the weekend. So... A lot of the people who were bringing them in were street vendors, like Sarnetta was. Sarnetta would do that, and another brother, Shabazz, eye-opener, which y'all have a lot to thank for because in 2000, the lecture circuit was over. Shabazz started bringing these guys in. Shabazz started bringing these guys in and actually sparked everybody up again, all those street vendors who were selling old tapes. He started doing those. So all them tapes, you see Bobby at what was LI, called a, uh, a school called LIU, those ones where he's at that chalkboard and they look new. It's all Shabazz. I opened the productions. He mm -hmm. sparked it back up. And what he did spark was a lot of street vendors starting to bring Bobby Phil and the rest of these guys in for lectures. And why? Because how they started to get money again, 
because these guys who did it early on in the early 90s to, the, to, to up until 2000, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, what was their name? Uh, uh, Bert, Sister Bert, uh, what was his name? There's another, the big one. All these people passed away. Anyway, they just relied on the crowd, and they built up a crowd in the audience to support that, where they could pay the lecturer's fee, airplane fare, and hotel, and, and pretty much the food for the weekend. And they built that up with their audience. It was good enough. The audience died out. When Shabazzism came back, it was mostly street vendors doing this around the country. And how they fixed, fixed it was they paid for Bobby's, or let's just say Bobby's, hotel, airfare, and fee with the crowd that showed up. But they would create a DVD after the recording that was exclusive, and then they would sell it in the street. And furthermore, after the lecture was on, let's just say Saturday or Sunday, didn't matter, the extra day that Bobby was there, they would do what they now call a sit-down lecture. Bobby would be at this person's house. They would turn on the camera and do a question and answer session with Bobby. Every tape you see me and Bobby on together, that's called a sit-down lecture. And that next day or the day before, Bobby actually did a live lecture. So both of them went together. So on that same dime, that lecturer would get at least two tapes or three tapes out of this scenario and have three things to sell, and that's how he would actually get his money back and it was worth doing it. So now that lecture circuit fell again because YouTube came into play. And all the niggas around the country who had these tapes just started putting it up for free before they monetized YouTube. So now the guys who were selling this out the game again. Shabazz just went into, into the medical field. Sarnetta kept going, and now they got 1,000 tapes on YouTube, and that's how they're doing their thing. I don't know if they're even selling them outside, but maybe they do. Sarnetta was in Harlem, which is a whole different thing. The lecture circuit, as you know it, is dead. It became nothing but a whole debate club. Now, you niggas is asking me to do lectures around the country. I may be the only one doing that goddamn shit right now. And that's fine. But I try to warn the people who say, I want to bring panic in. I'm going to bring them in. Have you ever done this before? No. The only thing I can give you is pointers. The only other ways I know to make money is this, DVDs. Now, what I started telling people to do, which they weren't even doing that correctly, is webinars. I said, in this day, maybe you can get some money back if you do it. But there's a new deal on the table, and that new, new, new deal is this. Instead of taxing people who want to bring me in, we could just go there ourselves. When I had this conversation with Visa, because the first one that I decided to do was actually for Visa, and she asked me. 
Then it turns out there was a whole bunch of other people involved. But when she listed those other people who were involved, I knew them all anyway, so I said, cool. A lot of them bought a lot of stuff. A lot of them I just knew their Facebook personalities and so on and so forth, so it really wasn't a problem. But, my, but the whole idea was I was just going to do it on Skype for them while they sat in a conference room, and I would have been at home. But they said, why don't you just, Trina actually said, why don't we just bring them in? So since it was them, I did it. But it was a group of these women that chipped in. So there was no one person that felt the strain. So Frances did it, and that was really the first one, because she was at the first lecture. So she, she may have felt the strain, but... She said she did it. She got a webinar. I told her to do the webinar herself. She did it and maybe uh, saved some money or made some money out of the thing. Boom, boom, boom. But the real story is technically after I do the lecture, me and you are done. If I do anything or we have any conversation after that, that's out of the courtesy of my heart. Only thing I'm supposed to do is get flown in, get hotels, lecture and say it was nice to meet you, hug you, sign your book, and say goodbye. But, of course, I'm trying to do things to give you pointers to help you. I'm not anyone's personal assistant, business partner, or none of those things. What I say is my word is born. And what I've known Visa for the last four years online, what she said to me has been her word is born. And she gave her word to people way before when she said, if you pay for my webinar, then you paid and get a free copy of what I filmed. And that's what she's been doing, hands down. And I know that to be a fact, because I also know the people who's been getting DVDs, and I think it's less than five so far who's even asked, and they all got it for free. And that's a fact, because our word is born. Now, in the, me and Visa figured out quite simply this. No one has to bring us in. We can just go to whatever city we delight in, and that's what we're doing. And Philly is pretty much not the first one. When I did Florida, that was in her town anyway. So Philly is the first one I wanted to do, I wanted to go. But I'm being, I promise you, this lecture and live thing, I don't care either way. Is this really whatever state I want to go to and see for myself? So I, I want to go to Chicago, and we're just going to make it happen. The consequences now is Visa goes with me every single state I go into because she will be handling the webinar because the webinar in the future is how I represent myself to the rest of the people around the world who are used to a certain standard who will watch and will click on that lecture link and want to do it is something that I have to handle. I cannot leave that up to other folks. So wherever I go and do a webinar and somebody has a crappy setup, doesn't know how to do it, clicks the wrong button, people get on late, blah, 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 and all the rest of these stories, we can't have it for people who are used to getting a certain thing from Brother Panic's posse. So Visa handles that everywhere we go, not to mention that's just an add-on thing anyway. She handles it. She bought a camera for it. She bought a microphone for it, the highest on the uh, uh, market. She bought an Internet box for it. So 
you get into a place, no internet, Visa has a box that will get us satellite internet at whatever gigabytes we need to do a uh, uh, live stream presentation. That shit is pretty well managed. So in the future, we are going to be going to cities and whatever cities we want all the major hot shit. You want to see us in your city? It's quite simple. You only got to do one thing, email Visa, V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I. We get enough of it. Like she said, we get a lot of love from Philly. We're definitely going to pack up our bags, our caravan, and come your way and drop science. I love to do it. I love live lectures. Live lectures are nothing like you've ever heard on YouTube, nothing like you will ever hear on YouTube, nothing like you will ever hear on this fucking radio show. They are a whole different experience in consciousness. And the face-to-face love is insane, I should just say. Too much to count. Too good to be forgotten. So we're going to do it. We want to do it, but it has to be done right. I'm not going to be doing it to be stressed the fuck out by something that's not even my responsibility in the end of the game. This all these fucking accusations about shit that has nothing to do with what I'm actually even supposed to be involved in. I'm a lecturer. I'm not your personal fucking posse buddy that's sitting here making promises to you that I don't know what the fuck you're talking about after. It's really on you. If you make a DVD, then you have to figure out this or just do not do this thing. You know what I'm saying? You have to research it. I'm not here to put you abreast on You have to research what you can do and, and figure out ways you can do it. I'm willing to help, but I'm not going to do it for you. Simple as that. So that's something I want to get away about lecturing because there's a lot of people calling, asking the lecture, and then once you tell them what it is, okay, not this month, but next month, don't even worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to go where we want to go anyway, and that's really the story of us right now. So next one is Philly. I want to see Philly in the place. Let me ask Bisa. You said there's a lot of love in Philly? Yeah, a lot of love. Oh, good. Yeah, you, you just don't sound convincing. Did you take your drugs? Did you take your medicine? Why? Go and take your medicine. Go and take your medicine. I decided about Philly. It's going to be good. I know it is, so I'm not even worried about it. Well, I know it's going to be good, you know what I'm saying? Oh. If motherfucking... Is this a most... I, I, I went to... Some, I went to Arkansas was cracking. I didn't think nothing was going to happen in Arkansas, but... Oh, uh, see, now, in the sister Leonora, who was at uh, Texas, she decided to bring me into Arkansas. But sister Leonora has brought a few lecturers in before, so she knows how it goes, you know what I'm saying? So... She had a hotel hookup. That saved some money. She got my plane ticket early, and she played me my feet. Simple as that. And she knew how to work it at the door. She, she, she made it right. The place where she had the event, she was able to get that. She knew what she was doing. It's just as simple as that. She didn't have to do anything. I, I don't know if I even seen a DVD from that. You know what I'm saying? And there was no webinar. She knew she just wanted to do a live lecture and did it. Experience, understanding what she's getting into, you understand? After the event, nobody owes you nothing. That's the, that's the story of lecturing. 
after the event, nobody knows you nothing. That's just how it goes. I remember Shabazz would spend his money, fly Bobby in, fly this one, fly that one in. Niggas would pay him the film. Brother Rich, Brother Sadnetta, they would pay Shabazz a fee just to film so they would have their own tape. So they didn't lay no money out, and then they would go sell the DVD in Harlem. Rich sold it where he sold it. And the same way the other way around. Sarnetta would bring Bobby in. Shabazz would pay Sarnetta to be able to film. Let me film. Oh, they might have did that shit for free. Just hook me up. Just hook me up. The point is, that's is is just they. You just got to know where the hustle is. Know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Know what you're doing. And nobody bothered shit about Bobby with this shit later. Nobody, because they know that's not his position to deal with it. I don't know why y'all motherfuckers emailing me with this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Maybe because Bobby wasn't on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know why y'all emailing me with this. And I told you about my friend. I'm like, I am your friend. What the fuck does this got to do with anything? You know what I'm saying? You know, why, you know, texting me and emailing me, you know, that's not going to make anything, you know, that's not going to, sell your DVD. You're going to have to sell your DVD. Or not. What can I do? Uh, What can I do? Let me tell you. um, I'm thinking about doing one in Atlanta, too. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know I'm going to do one in Atlanta. It's just a matter of when. I guess when it gets a little bit warmer. We're going to do some more in Florida. Anything else lined up, Lisa? Did you take your medicine yet? Mobile. You forgetting about mobile. Okay, so that's already lined up. That's something we're doing or somebody's uh, uh-uh, bringing we're doing. There's we're nobody. Doing yep. Okay, good. All right, good. I like that. So Mobile, Alabama, y'all y'all keep your heads up. You know, we'll let y'all know a thousand times like I always do before we do it. All right, so we look like we on. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do the flyer and we'll be on next week. Sounds good, Lisa. Sounds great. All right, beloved. All right. Peace, beloved. Ah, beloved. All right, Lakota Territees, O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S. Dipping and diving. Go see what they got up next. I'm sure it's something. They got mugs and shirts and stuff like that. Nah, I mean, I'm saying that it is. Lie, you still there, brother? Yep, right here. Let me tell you, I'm glad. I know it's easy to say that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I bet you in your drawers right now. <laughs> Picking boogers. Picking boogers, nigga. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know me, I'm a, strictly a gentleman of leisure. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker. But me, so you can imagine what this shit looked like. Oh my god! Ooh, oh, my yeah. feet are so ashy. Why am I even downstairs? I should be in bed doing this shit. I just didn't think about it. Why the fuck am I sitting in this chair? Either way, coltlectures.com. Go on, sign up for classes while you got your goddamn, uh, goddamn tax returns. I see you niggas got hit, cause. You niggas are signing up, niggas. Not one herb pack, but two herb packs. That 
My work looks stop I mean, shit is piling. I don't want to eat. Oh, it's tax season. You know what I'm saying? Get Brother Elias' book. You know what I'm saying? Get his book. You know what I'm saying? Let God out. Teaches you methodologies on how to get out of your job. For you niggas who are struggling with your job, it teaches you a step-by-step on how to get rid of that motherfucker and finally realize some of the shit that's in you, niggas. Liawells.com, baby. E-L-I-A-W-E-L-L-S.com, nigga. Like I said, cold charities to get all your shit. All of it. Your herb packs, your classes, my book. Uh, get your CDs, spiritual CDs, spiritual baths, spiritual oils. And there's the other products, you know, your Belladonna, you know, your ODB oil, Psychomancy. You know, I still got all the – I'm just the same OG, you know what I'm saying? We got about, what, about 15 different types of herb packs for your smoking and tea-sipping pleasure. Or So get it on, occultlectures.com. What you really want in your life is my classes. If you haven't gotten, you better get on that list now. Get on it, God darn it. So we got a lot of shit popping. My girl Tiffany out of Detroit. I haven't seen her. Y'all email me, Tiffany Messenger. The word messenger, Tiffany is, and let me try it, T-I-F-F-A-N-N-I, Tiffany, not with a Y, A-N-N-I, T-I-F-F-A-N-N-I. I think I'm spelling it right. In the word messenger at Gmail, I believe. You can email her for all the fairy products. She's got a whole bunch of shit. You know her from making the fairy quilts and the fairy slippers. And she's can't come on the show before. It's actually time for me to have her on the show again. If that little girl ain't in the room, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to. Uh, you know, get on her. I've been telling her to come on in so we could talk to her. She's probably one of the cutest, funnest, prettiest little black girls from Detroit you will ever get to meet. So when I do Chicago, I am uh, believe that's next to Detroit as well or able to get to it. Um, we're going to make arrangements because I want to see my girl. She's been sending all her love to me and Khadijah for years. Um, you know, it's time for us to meet up. She's one of the most beautiful people I met in consciousness, along with my girl, uh, Kiana, you know, Shalunda, you know what I mean? Shout out to Glennis LaForge from California. That's another fine, bad mofo. Shut your mouth, nigga. Let me tell you, I promise you this. Some of the finest motherfuckers on earth have taken my goddamn class, nigga. Y'all niggas don't have any idea. A lie, I was showing just the pictures who, in that one class. There was like three banging bitches. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, it was four, crazy. Just sitting there. I'm like, shit, man, y'all motherfuckers lucky. I got confusion now. Class would not fucking go on, you know what I'm saying? You know, and over the years, because when you see who comes through, who came on the Halloween party, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Annette, you know what I'm saying? Oh, 
man, shit, I, for, I forgot more fucking Courtney. Dane was just sitting on the couch just making everyone the queens. You know what I'm saying? Three, and they rolling up in Beamers and Benzes, kid. These is bad bitches. You know what I'm saying? Visa's all right. She's just, you know, see this. But she's not bad looking either. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. if, you were, if you were a giant, you would like a, you know, what's her name? Drunk sis, Courtney, fine. Or for two Courtney's. Fine, motherfuckers. So some of the baddest bitches. If you want some of the baddest bitch, you need to be conscious. You want the queens, the goddesses, be conscious. Because that's where they are. Because I'm saying, I ain't really seen, well, I can't really say that. There's some boogers that showed up to class. You know what I'm saying? Crooked ass legs and shit. You know what I'm saying? But you send them to the joint, you know what I'm saying? And they'll be fine. They'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So some bad sisters rolled up. Uh, Y'all don't even see Glennis, because I keep forgetting to invite her. And, like, I seen her at the store, at a department store. She's in, like, do you know how it feels? You in the street, you know what I'm saying? I was by myself, and a bad bitch is go, ooh, hey, panic. Your dick moves about from the left to the right, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, what's up? She says, and then they say this. It's me, Glennis. Like, you don't remember them. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, fuck them remembering you as if you don't remember them. I'm like, oh, no, I remember what's going on. I said, before you say anything, you know what I'm saying, I forgot to invite you to all these functions. She said, yeah, because that's what I'm about. She said, that's what I'm about to get on you now. She said, I was feeling a certain kind of way, but you didn't like me or something. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't been inviting me to this Halloween party. She said, it look crazy. I said, it's my bad. We got something cracking Tuesday. You know the address. Please grace us. Well, I tell you, she's tall, too, like you, dog. And she just got out here. But here's the thing, though. When I seen her at the department store, she's like, yeah, I'm buying this for my man right now. It's just right. <laughs> I'm like, that fucking messed up on this one. Because if I invited her earlier, you know what I'm saying? If I invited her earlier, you know what I'm saying? You would have got that. You know what I'm saying? Because she just got out here. And she was buying her some fly shit. So when we left, no doubt she got in that fucking benzo. You want to mm. ride, Panic? I was like, no, I'm good, boo. I'm right over here. I'm going to get Khadija this little coach bag from the coach tour, and then I'm going to make it, baby. I'm going to make it home, baby. I'll see you soon. So she's a fly one. She's another fly one. Nice. Anita, nice. am I missing nice. her name, Anita or Annette? She came in with the, I can't remember, she sat on the edge. Oh, you was, was you, you didn't come Halloween. She's a no, nice I wasn't there. No, I wasn't there. Slam, home run. Home run. She's a bad motherfucker. Honey, got this whole thing. You see, I'm going to hang with her. Me and her like, why? I was almost scared. Don't hang with that bad bitch. <laughs> Leave that alone. I said, nah, you, dead. you know, I'm like, but do what you do, girl. Fly, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fly, nigga. 
So you Yo, let, let me let me let me give a, a, a shout out to uh, Noble Dre Ali. He said that he positioned himself to be able to uh, not need a job no more, man. So definitely, congrats to you, brother. And uh, shoot me an email, man. Tell me the story, man. I love to hear shit like that and hear about how it worked out for you and hear about what you got popping now. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, working for yourself. So definitely uh, fill me in on the details, bro. I'd love to hear about it. Let me ask this. Is that the same noble that just took the class? That's the same noble. I believe so. Yep. Oh, that noble. Nigga. Oh, that nigga. That nigga there was getting in trouble in class, too. Oh, yeah, I remember Noble Dre Ali. He was getting in trouble, too. He was a good nigga. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting in no real trouble, though, but he was real good. Glad he took the class. Glad he was in the building. And glad he's learning some tricks of the trade off of reading your book and to leisure to himself. And you know it's working now because that nigga paid for the class. So right. something's happening, right? You know what I'm saying? Something's going something's well. Something going well. Something's popping. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, he was happy. You know what I'm saying? He's a man of leisure, gentleman of leisure. And, um, you know, he he's popping. He asked some, well, I, I ain't going to lie. He didn't ask really good questions. But he asked some good questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he was a good sport when I got on his ass. You know what I'm saying? And most are because I get on their asses with love. That's what you paid for. You didn't pay for someone to tell you how smart you was. You paid for someone to, to 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 criticize what it is you feel you know. If I'm in that position, and since I'm your teacher, I'm in that motherfucking position. So, uh, congratulations on finishing the class. You know what I'm saying? And you did an excellent job. This is what I need you to do. I need you to do exactly what I lined out for you to do. You stick to that. Where you don't see one thing connects to the other, trust and believe. Everything I teach in my class is what I did, not what I feel you should do. It's what I did. It's everything I did before I even opened my mouth to lecture to you. And I promise you'll be talking to any motherfucker you want to talk to by the time you are done. You got to look at what I teach as an exercise. And the more you do it, the more you stick with it, the stronger your muscles will get. Please believe that. This yep, is yep. something I'm not bullshitting with. Please believe that. You start to walk away a master. I make other mother. I make what I'm. What my goal is to do in class is not to make students, but to make masters. So you walk in a student, but you leave in with your master's degree. You need to. You you, you need to please understand that. Please understand that. All right. We done talked a bunch of bullshit long enough. So this movie, Get Out, everybody's talking about Get Out. I already seen this shit twice. It is the greatest visualization speculification I've seen in a quite some time. Now, okay. I already seen, and I'm gonna try to do this without releasing any spoilers. I already seen somebody do a breakdown of this shit, and the picture, the movie's about interracial dating, 
and how this shit goes left. But it's also has an ending that's like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying, where this shit went. They did it under the banner of uh, a scary movie. And I thought that was smart because most scary movies end with everyone getting fucked the fuck up. So it became less racially or could be less racially talked about later as in one of those, you know how white people, when they are offended by one of your movies, they start to intellectualize the racism in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, By doing it under this banner, it took away uh, the excuse to attack it on this level. Now, we've seen this before, and I talked about this before. Once they released Django, which was, became a gateway movie, and Django was really just a black man getting back at this white people, and everybody in the audience sat there and said, ah, yes, we felt good about it. Strangely enough, and I noticed the same thing in this new movie, strangely enough, white people wanted to see that because to the average white person's uh, consciousness, they rather we do it on the movie screen than do it in real life. And every other white person in the back of their mind somewhere says, man, for what we did to them, I'm expecting one day it just turns into motherfucking anarchy on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Something Mm -hmm. is going to tip that coffee cup. You feel what I'm saying? And they kind of got to think this in the back of their mind. You understand what I'm saying? They got to think this in the back of their mind. So when they see it done in movies like Django, you understand, it's kind of them saying, yeah, 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 because it's harmless, even, and they feel we get that out of our system that way. Following? Yep. All right. So... I thought it was, first of all, Keel and Peel, or whatever the fuck their names, Keen and Peel, they're that comedy duo. And they pretty much do stupid shit on Comedy Central or wherever the fuck it is, Spike TV. Yeah, Comedy Central. Yeah. Comedy Central. Now, ironically, conscious people have been sending me their clips saying, you know, I guess it, it's not just the average living color clip, it's something to this. Not much, but something. All right, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Somebody actually gave me that whole first season they did. So I actually have it here. I might investigate it now or whatever. They got some funny shit. Huh? They got some funny shit. Yeah, I'm sure it's funny. I mean, Living Color, every Wayne's brother, if I had the opportunity, I I would fucking put him in the guillotine. But Living Color at that time was funny. It didn't stand. It's corny as fuck now because it was comedy based upon the time, but it was funny. So funny has never been a problem with me. I could look at something and see it's funny, but also explain to you how damaging it is, you know what I'm saying, at the same time. That's how you do it. That's how you damage. You make it funny. But let's say, for instance, Dave Chappelle, which was supposed to be conscious comedy, he was informing as he was making comedy. He said as he did, and he's doing it to show how ridiculous it is. 
in the fourth season that he was starting to do, he did a conscious bellhop or a pixie. That's what it was. The pixie, and he was doing it like the nigga had the bellhop, and it was the nigga from the 30s. He said as he was running it, he was watching white people, and he knew in that moment that they weren't laughing with him, they were laughing at him. And he's a conscious person. His mother was in one of them Black Panthers, and he was one of them kids that ate the Black Panther lunch programs and all of this shit. So he's conscious as far as that goes. Fuji's conscious, you know what I'm saying? Tribe Called Quest conscious, and or let's say aware. He's aware, aware enough. You can see that awareness in this stand-up. So that's what the Dave Chappelle set out to do, to be a show that was inclusive to white and black people but make people see how foolish some of these stereotypes were. So when he's doing the, the switching or black bush, he's trying to show differences, you could say. You could say uh, when um, he did, what if a black guy got arrested and got what, treated like a white person and a white guy treated like a black person? He's showing the differences. Remember, he did home switch with a black person going to the White House, a white person going to the black house, and the differences. So through these differences, the black guy, see, that's his whole comedy. Nobody sued. The black guy who became the racist white guy, you understand what I'm saying? So his whole comedy was showing what if black people were in this white situation or white people was in this black situation. You know what I'm saying? He did like the sports uh, Olympics in the ghetto where they shooting dice was a part of the Olympics, and they had the white person doing the Olympic type thing and all that rest of that shit. All the races switching each other, take title words for this one. So he was switching up. It was supposed to be a comedy where it brought awareness and consciousness. Why he left is because he said, well, you know, uh, you know, he said, well, I noticed in the one moment that they were laughing at me, not with me. So all of what I thought I was doing, I realized I'm doing what every other nigga was doing, and he left the show. That was his big deal. So funny has never been a problem. Funny is actually the key. What's his name is very funny. Uh, uh, not too much anymore. The little short nigga. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Kevin Hart. Come on, though. You supposed to have been there and said that. Yeah, I, he, I, I, he, I was trying he, to think. Yeah, he's very funny, but you could also see how exploitive he is. It was very funny when uh, Cat Williams got his ass beat by that kid, but I bet you he wasn't laughing. Very funny, living color, but I'd kill every lame's brother if I could get away with it without any fucking consequences. You understand what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. key. That's the key to this shit, to be funny. Uh, 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 they have exploited you to the umph degree. They turned this whole state gay based upon Tyler fucking Terry. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going on for days with how they get us with funny. Ain't nothing in here but us chickens. So Keenan Peel, what I'm starting to find out of people telling me there was a little bit of intelligence not just stupid, stupid Martin Lawrence funny, intelligence to what they was doing. And I'm going to check that out. Now, it's clear because I'm going to tell you one line 
that was said in this movie. The movie is written and directed by Teal, which is the fat one. Yeah, Kevin Hart drunk, sis. Thanks for paying attention. The movie is written by Peel, which is the fat one, written and directed. So that means every line that came out of the actor's mouth comes from his mind. Now, one of the actors in the form of the white boy talking to the black boy, not to mention they are talking about the black man and woman's superior genetics. That's the point of this movie, number one. They're doing what they're doing because their recognition of the black man's superior genetics and mind. Hmm. And not so much on the mind, more than superior genetics. So they make that point. For him to know that, okay, maybe, maybe not. But they say this line, we are the gods trapped in this human cocoon. Now, come on. That line alone, you cannot say unless you read some shit. Yep. You've got to have some form of consciousness just to know that. That's an occult concept. You understand what I'm saying? Christians do not know that. Humans do not know that. Humans think that this shit called the human body is the motherfucking be-all or end-all. To say you are right. God trapped in a cocoon. You got to know something. There's more lines, but I'm basing it off of that line. This guy knows something or knows a little bit more than we definitely would give his ass credit for. But I'm going to tell you this. From what I've seen, none of that fucking matters. I'm going to tell you because I've seen this nigga go through this whole spiel about how conscious people who like this movie ain't really conscious people pretty much. The sad state of consciousness because of this movie. And I'm looking at the sad state of you Facebook niggas writing this bullshit and don't know shit about consciousness really and this fucking whole intent or even the idea. First of all, he's mad because the dude who made this movie, the fat dude, is standing with a white girl and he's, I don't know if it's true, but he's making it seem like that's his girlfriend in real life. And now he's negating or shitting on the movie based upon that. You understand? First and foremost, consciousness did not get emotional about anybody's moral behavior as opposed to what they brought forth because consciousness niggas are scientists, and we deal on a scientific level. So we judge the work for the motherfucking work. And the person, we don't give a fuck about who brought it forth. That's a Christian concept. You give a fuck what your preacher or your pastor does. You give a fuck what he does morally. And therefore, if he doesn't live up to your moral standard, then you can't hear his motherfucking message. We look for consciousness and the evolution of consciousness and the emerging of consciousness wherever it shows up on the goddamn planet. And never give a fuck who brung it forth. We don't give a fuck. You see, that's why when Umar Johnson promoted himself as a moralistic guide for you niggas and then get caught with a stripper, the whole thing is over after that. 
because right. he presented <laughs> himself as, right. you know what I'm saying? We, he yep. presented himself as a moralistic figure for the black community. And you get your dick sucked, and then the party is over. You understand? Before my yep. beloved Khadijah, if I got my dick sucked, it was called tantric sex. And you're welcome, Brother Panic, for that. Because I'm not presented, never will, never have as your savior, savior, or someone with a moral standard that you should follow. It's the message you should be interested in if you're conscious. So the message of that movie as a standalone thing should be what a conscious motherfucker is into, period. You want to start talking about, well, he did this in his life, and he's with this white woman, and, and they used to do that. Who gives a fuck? That's that, but this is this. And that which was that may have been fucked up. So what? If Tyler Perry would have made this movie, that movie still would have got the same acclimates and praises from me. Because I, I don't follow Tyler Perry. I follow consciousness. And you got the nerve to tag me in that? and say, I've done something to teach you, that's a failing in my teaching. Mm. If you're going to get on conscious people for that, because you're getting on, because the whole entire point of that is conscious people should be able to find and seek out this nugget. You can make anything bad and anything good. And these fake-ass fucking <laughs> skills that I'm seeing for decoding movies, which is nothing but just talking about what you thought, you understand? You're not looking at the symbol and decoding the symbol for what it is. It's really just you just slowly but surely seeing the points of how you feel about the shit or shit like that anyway and just regurgitating the same things that you feel, you understand? You have to know how to separate your feelings and look for the science. I only talk about things that give me a feeling, but it's a feeling because what I feel, I know is pure in terms of conscious uh, 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 information and a conscious viewing in that motherfucking moment. So when I say, uh, maybe I'll do Dr. Strange, you don't necessarily see all of that all the time because the feeling is going and it's not that fucking deep. But you got niggas who's doing all this shit because they're making it deep because they're not really decoding. They're really just, their feeling is deep for them. And they keep talking about how they're feeling and what this means. It means whatever. Like I said, there was these motherfuckers from the U.K. who haven't gone through the slave experience, their ancestors, and even if they have, they're still not living in America where the fucking experience is being regurgitated constantly to them in their day-to-day through police, through goddamn subliminal attacks, their everyday home life where this shit is prevalent. So when they watch the movie Beloved where we see nothing but a fucking another slave movie and trying to figure out why Oprah Winfrey, someone who's worth a billion, would even be wanting to do some dumb shit like this, they're trying to break down how fucking deep it is. Telling me the whip marks on Oprah Winfrey's back is the tree of life. Since when is the slave master's whip 
to dictate the tree of life. I won't accept that shit. You understand what I'm saying? And if it's the symbol they're trying to say, why are you raising that shit up? Because if that's the symbol you're trying to say, you're trying to say she came into life once the slave master beat her ass. You're too stupid to know that that's the symbol that she's even saying. Because you're so busy trying to look for a symbol and be deep and be a decoder. First understand what symbology is. And first understand once you understand the symbol, the symbol gives direction based upon what's happening around it. So a banana just isn't a banana. A banana becomes a different symbol when you slip on that motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? And it becomes a different symbol when it's in a motherfucking monkey's hand. So a, a picture or a symbol tells a thousand words. So just being able to say this shit looks like a tree, it's a tree. No, it's fucking the marks from your slave master's whip, and it'll never be nothing different. And they can't see that, and I don't blame them because that's where they're from. And I had this conversation many times with UK people to stay out of our business. Conscious and understand you can learn from this aspect, and most of them do. That's why they got all them UK niggas to do 12 years of slave. And what you see in that movie wasn't enlightening, didn't bring us no other information. It didn't make us aware of slavery on a level that we didn't know before. It didn't show us any liberation in slavery, no hope in slavery. It was a nigga who was free in America, went and got fucking bamboozled, snatched, and put in slavery, and stood there for 12 years. He got his ass beat. They sang nigga songs to him. They degraded him. They fucked up that woman. They raped some woman in this fucking movie. And then they found his ass, fucking Brad Pitt, and said, all right, no problem, you're free. And then they had no more information after he was free. To give you any other point than this fucking ordeal that this motherfucker went through, and they gave you a movie, and they wanted to nominate this for exit. All you witnessed was a fucking ordeal. And, these, and they got all these UK niggas to play this bullshit because they don't know. They should just say, fuck that shit. We ain't doing that. You understand what I'm saying? Because y'all don't understand what that is. So even though there's a lot of conscious motherfuckers from the UK, and there are a lot, Uche, bless his beloved heart, came over, stayed the month with us just to take the class, hang out, and do what we do. Consciousness on another level. You understand what I'm saying? And I explained some of these concepts to them. That's the thing that's missing. They just don't get the gist of that. They're not doing our ancestors any favors by depicting it. But when you see shit like Django, the same way you want to see whites get killed for that reason and many other fucking reasons, just like you see in this Get Out movie, shit. Your ancestors want to see that as much as you want to see it. We need to understand we are the ancestors. Simple as that. They don't want nothing you don't want. They ain't nothing you ain't. You ain't no kid, neither are they. We all been here for thousands of years. Ain't no more kids in the game. We're finished with childhood. We grown. We finished with joining groups. We finished with joining motherfucking religions, fucking spiritual circles, and all the rest of it. Signing fucking agreements. The Boy Scouts. Be done with it. Right now, it's self for savior. Time to save yourself with knowledge of self. Time to know thyself. Grow the fuck up. 
It's that time. You don't need nothing or no man to save you. Not DMT neither. It's not going to save you. You need the DMT that's within. All things are within you. You need drugs to figure this out, then you need a, you, you just as good as on liquor, weed, or any of the other things that your fucking teacher tells you to say no to because that's what it is. I don't give a fuck if you said, well, the shamans used it. The shamans only used it because you forgot how to do it without it, and that's a fact. Time to get your ass cracking again, my niggas. Time to get on. Stop making these fucking excuses. Stop trying to be deep when you're not. I don't see nothing that's so deep. I'm seeing me having to correct niggas all day. I don't see niggas coming with like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. This is that. And this is something you're supposed to find within yourself. If you can't find it within yourself and you need somebody telling you the mushrooms came from another planet to save you, that's a Jesus story, nigga. You changed fucking Jesus to mushrooms. You did that. You did that. You did that. Ain't nothing from the outer world coming to save you. The mind is all, baby, and the universe is mental. I hope in this lifetime you get that motherfucking understanding in you, and then you can step up and really be some motherfucking body instead of having a few motherfuckers who get high with you, telling you, goddamn, nigga, you're the truth. I figured this shit out when I was high. Nigga, everybody figures this shit out when they high. Talk to a meth head. They figured it out when they high. You understand mm. what I'm saying? Cut that bullshit. Oh, nigga, cut it out. It ain't going to work, player. You ain't going to get in this the lazy way. You're going to have to do that work. And you're going to have to face yourself. You have to face your demons. You're going to have to deal with your dark side, player. Out of darkness comes light, and you're going to have to go within, dog. You ain't going to get around that. Mm-hmm. Hanging out with a group of niggas ain't going to get you in. As simple as that. Hanging out with a group of niggas ain't going to get you in. Taking mushrooms and ayahuasca and all the rest of that shit, you'll have an experience, but that's not enlightenment. The shaman who took those drugs had a whole regiment of what I teach and tell you in the occult to even make any of that shit work for them. Just because you take drugs, let me make this clear. You ain't no shaman, nigga. Just because you take drugs does not make you the shaman. The shaman was dealing with enlightenment. You understand? And then he used the drugs as a fast way to realize, because he can ask and go in places in his mind that you haven't even knocked on the door yet. So the places you going in your mind on these drugs is still humanity. That's real. No matter how much you take, if your mind ain't expanded enough, you're going to be knocking on the same human reality. So would you would you look at it the same as uh, using tarot cards, for example, or you know uh, using some tools so that you know you you don't have to actually no. do a lot of the work yourself? Oh, it's not the same. What you use those drugs for, it's, it, it it can be a tool, right? 
Uh, I think the video or hammer and leaving holes in the walls, is that hammer a tool or a device of destruction? If I gave a 3DL a hammer and they bang holes in the walls, is that hammer a tool or a device of destruction? Uh, the device of destruction. Clearly. So just having it doesn't make it a tool. So when you get the tarot cards and oracle cards, Ouija boards, shells, those are tools because the person who's using them should know how to use, be able to do it without those. So their level of enlightenment for what they're doing, they're handling the tool right. You got people today, and I'm not talking about one particular person. I don't want nobody to feel singled out here because I'm hearing this on a big scale. When I address things, I address it to the entirety, not to one person. I could care less to have an I would just have that individual conversation. So let's get that clear. What I'm finding out, is most of the people who are doing these type of things, they're, they're not enlightened enough. So what you really have is still a three-year-old with a fucking hammer. You understand? So that drug or that mushroom for the shaman, which they try to justify using the shit for, that shaman from the past knew occult science, and he knew the occult science of his particular clique. You can even say that. They had an agenda and a goal. So when they knew that, then that became a tool of expansion because they was already on the path. So, for instance, if I use that, I can call myself a shaman. I've personally opened up a lot of gateways, and I could go into these places in my mind that are deeper. At least I know that's the goal. If you haven't done that work and you don't understand your own dark side, you're not going to open the door with that. You're just going to see more spookism. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. More spookism, and you're going to expand on your humanity and your human thought. You're really not going to be going nowhere, and then know what you're going to find? That you need to take more drugs. And then you'll be more spaced out thinking you're going further, but you're really not. And that's a fact. So it's no longer a tool. It's now either a destructive device that you now rely on, because it's in a destructive advice, you either rely on or it's done nothing. Don't take my word for it. Take the leader of that shit. What's his name? Sterlison, who, who really talked about the DMT. He has a book, The DMT, Spirit Molecule, and he had a documentary. This documentary was on Netflix. This is his words, not mine. I've been doing this for X amount of years, from all walks of life. I've been fitting people, giving people this DMT drug. He said, and he showed the people, he said, real talk, they all say, and he showed them, there's something else out there. I'm no longer scared of death. I know there's more. I've seen colors I've never seen before. They keep going on and on like this. But then he said, I asked them, what does it mean? And know what they all say? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He says, I realize this is the father of, the, well, the white father of it, let's be clear, of, of who is the most known in the white world of metaphysics, 
for using the DMT. His book is the DMT Spirit Molecule. You can get it now. And he mm-hmm. studied this well from the white perspective. And he says, and he's, and what is the melanin? Well, you got a lot of niggas on his tape as well who he's been giving this DMT to over the years. Butchers, bakers, doctors, loyals, candlestick makers. They all say, I don't know what it means. He says, after all these years of giving this shit out, all I've really discovered is I've been drugging a lot of people. I've given all these people drugs. Nobody knows, including myself, any answers. They just know it's more. What that more is, we don't know. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. not just me and how I feel in my opinion. This is out there right now. I knew it already, and I know what it is from study and understanding and doing the work without these drugs. My first drug doing this was liquor. I could sip something, poke to any and everything. I fucking stopped for years now. A lot of tell you, all the parties turned up, niggas is drinking, nothing to my hand, never. I don't need it no more. I don't need it because I understand you don't need anything in this to do this. And if you do, you have a crutch. It's not a tool. It can, listen closely because here's also answers your question. It can be a tool, but then it can be a crutch. You understand what I'm saying? It yep. can, or it should be a crutch that eventually gets you to walk yourself. You following me? Yep. It's, it's supposed to so be like some training wheels. Me, don't debate with me. Go do that scholarship. Look, what's his name? The DMT spirit molecule. Somebody will put his name in it. Straussman. Thank you, Bradford. Rick Straussman. He's on tape on Netflix. He did the DMT spirit molecule. He did the documentary. Look at all the people that comes up speaking about it. They all say they had an experience. No doubt. That's what drugs do. That's what mind-altering drugs do. You understand what I'm saying? But when he asked them what it is, which is another way of saying, how were you enlightened by this? The best thing they can say is, I know we don't die. I know death is in the finality, which is a breakthrough for most people. You understand what I'm saying? Which is a breakthrough. But I thought we as conscious people, that's the first thing you know and learn. I don't need to take drugs to know that there's something after this. I've seen it constantly. I've seen it any time I want. I see worlds we go into. I took motherfuckers to worlds. This is old news. So we need to get off this crush. We need to stop bullshitting ourselves with fake consciousness and then calling everybody else fake conscious. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't really seeing nobody. I can count on my hands the real niggas that's really breaking through. Mm-hmm. This shit is something that is going to have to get real personal for you to have a breakthrough. It's personal. You're going to have to factor in your, all the crying with you and your mama, all your missing father fucking problems, all of that shit, because all of that shit is human weight. Y'all think y'all are supposed to learn something, but true consciousness is relieving yourself. How could you rise with weight on yourself? Your human weight of your life is what you believe in. You've heard it before. You can't, you can't teach or fill up a cup that's already full. You have to mm-hmm. empty your cup. What are you emptying your cup of? All that fucking fast-ass talk in the chat room that you think you know. All this far shit, these titles 
that you got, and you can't even live up to them shits with your regular fucking bills. You understand? Mm -hmm. That's real mm -hmm. talk now. I ain't bullshitting now. I ain't bullshitting. So tarot cards and all of them are for people who could do it, but don't want to use all their power talking to the average nigga. Because half the average niggas they talking to, they have to lower their consciousness just to talk. So I have a hard time doing these goddamn consultations because I'm thinking I'm getting some questions that's going to be far fresh. I'm getting shit that I answered fucking three years ago over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Over and over again. You know what I'm saying? So all this shit to say, you need to get together. Now, when I watched this movie get out, I seen it for what it was. Niggas asked me to do a breakdown of it. Ain't nothing to do a breakdown of. If you consider a breakdown dealing with the decoding of symbols, the metaphysics of the movie, this is niggas, how much metaphysics is going to be in it? It's this nigga who did it. You know what I'm saying? So he made a point. In a human way, he did a clever thing. To mask what he did under a horror movie is how he'll get away with it, how he'll make something, if he would have did it any other way, would not have been taken so innocent and or stump those who would try to critique it. So when I seen this same type of thing in Django Unchained, what I told y'all was instead of, which they can't really get at Quentin Tarantino, you know what I'm saying? His Hollywood star is too shiny for them to shut down based upon his uh, a record of hits. So they're not going to go directly at him. But what they're going to do is give you all of these slavery movies. And when I did the research, because remember I listed out in the, uh, on, the last ra on one of these radio shows all the slave movies. Remember that, Kalani? Yeah, yeah, went through the whole list. Yeah, when I did the research in my book, I actually came up with like fucking 10 more. Oh, From the nice. time of Django to the time of now. There's that TV show when they, uh, it's called Runaway, a mad shit that was hidden I didn't even know when I did the research on it. And hmm. basically what Django brought forward, and not to say there wasn't shit happening before then, but to make it popular again, roots and all this shit coming back, to make it pop, Django made it popular, but what they were really doing was counteracting the subliminal attack that Django was. And this was also can be used to raise us up subliminally in this movie. And I'm saying you're going to see a lot of shit shut down. How would they shut it down? You're going to see a lot of pro-interracial shit, and I don't think they're going to come at him directly because he built up his little star. I mean, he's not invincible yet. But that little, uh, he, see, it's interesting. He did so much comedy and presented himself as so harmless. Remember, they, him and his partner did that movie called Keanu. And it's a whole movie about a fucking cat. Come on now. This dude looks harmless as fucking pecan pie. You know what I'm saying? Right. But he showed he's not that harmless in this last movie. So mm. maybe he's built up enough where they won't just destroy him in our faces, you understand? But psychologically do movies, more pro-interracial movies, to kind of shut that one down. But I thought it was an excellent movie for what it was alone. You understand what I'm saying? For what All it right. stood as alone. And like I said, niggas seem to find every fucking thing they want to find. And that's what we need to – first, we need to understand that. 
with your humanity, you can find everything you want to find. So if I was a guy who hated the Moors, I could tell you a long laundry list of why the Moors are fucked up, and we already heard one. If I'm a guy who likes the Moors, we'll hear a whole laundry list of why the Moors are the greatest thing in existence, and you a fucking asshole for not being a Moor. If I don't like Dr. York, and I could tell you a thousand reasons why I shouldn't and I don't. If I like Dr. York, I can tell you why this is the greatest shit in the world, and that guy named Brother Penny is going to die. You understand? So we know these people who judge things from their human. See, when I look at that as an occultist, all I hear is a bunch of fucking humans. You understand? A bunch of niggas who personally found something to save them. And then they could say how much science it is, but they're really just stating their opinion of shit they don't know they don't know. So if I could say, well, Bachman is nothing but a symbol of enlightenment. You know what I'm saying? His wings represent the astral world, a spiritual flight. His hand represents as above, so below, yin and yang. Kundalini in his stomach, he represents androgyny. His head represents enlightenment. That's why you see the, the horns and so on and so forth. He's in the yoga pose, which represents planet, you know, the earth, that you're bonded in earth when you're grounded in earth, and blah, 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 blah. Salva and what is it? Uh, the other one is just all that up and down, left and right, yin and yang, masculine and feminine, day and night. You know what I'm saying? All of that's in this symbol. And that's all it is a symbol. It doesn't mean the white man and the devil. It's a fucking symbol. It has kundalini and the yin yang, all that dumb shit that you name yourself over. It has maya, it has enlightenment. It has, a, it has the androgyny, all that shit is up in there. Motherfucking got on yoga pants. What else the fuck do you need? You know what I'm saying? All that shit is in there, and yet you're still trying to make this something it ain't. I thought you were those niggas. You should be able to see the symbol for the symbol. You understand? The symbol for the symbol. So anybody who, if you just can see the symbol for the symbol, if you have an opinion of it, bad or good even, you're actually judging this with your humanity. I'm not judging with my humanity. I'm telling you what it is right now. And those things I represent because I understand their, 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 their attachment and understanding to enlightenment. So if I know how symbols work with the subconscious mind to put you in that reality, just dealing with this one symbol puts me in the reality of androgyny, balance of masculine and feminine, which is yin and yang. It puts me in an astral. It puts me in astral understanding. It puts me in earthly ground understanding. It puts me in uh, kundalini understanding, enlightenment understanding, and blah blah blah. And it represents evil concealed within the smile. Because if you look at the smile and they use the goat or one of the reasons they use the goat besides the number five, which I already broke down enough times, about the number 72, 72 powers, 72 times five is 360. The 360 man or the enlightened man with all 72, five of his extremities enlightened, which they tell you about that in psychomancy, about how to, how to enlighten all five of your sentence, uh, 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 senses, which is represented in 72, the 72 conspirator sets or the 72 chakras or the 72 goations by the five is 360. The enlightened man is fucking Baphomet, silly boys, silly girls. 
and all it is is talking about nothing but symbology of all the shit you claim you are. So if you feel any way about it either way, you understand? If you feel about it any kind of way, that means you already fucking up just because you took that thing, that symbol, which is supposed to tell you a thousand words and is speaking your language, if you're really conscious, it's supposed to be speaking your language. If you feel a certain kind of way, then you already fucking up because you're taking a symbol and now that you're absorbing it on an emotional level, you failed the symbol. You failed the point of that. And that's just a fact. So we need to stop. I'm getting tired of us faking like we conscious and me sitting around trying to fucking encourage you niggas like kindergarten. Yeah, yeah, you conscious, yay. But there's a lot of shit that I can see clearly you ain't doing. And you don't have to open your mouth and say what you know about consciousness. I can tell by your emotional level. You, haven't, you don't even know how to leave that behind and separate it. My, my true emotions are with Khadijah. Don't think I'm excited. My excitement comes from me giving you a good fucking talk on Tuesday. You need to believe that. After this is all said and done, my eyes closed halfway. Being alive, you can go get something to eat, and we are talking about something very fucking different. It's not like at the end of the night. I'm still going. No, nigga. No, nigga. No. It's over. Right. It's over. And so the excitement you're hearing is definitely about a good lecture. What I really get excited about is when whoever eat my motherfucking last apple pie from Popeye's. My son ate my last apple pie. I was real fucking excited down here. And that shit didn't go away after I finished yelling. I was upstairs <laughs> feeling a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Fucking eat my right. goddamn apple pie. I'm still mad about this shit. This shit was a week and a half ago. That's what I feel emotional about. I'm not going to feel emotional about Baphomet, the Moors. If I, I don't feel emotional about the Moors or New Obians or any groups. What I understand about groups is, and this is a flat fact, the group can be dictated 10, 20, or 30 things that make that group. But that 40th thing, that 31st thing, I should say, if it's outside of the group, you ain't going to learn it. So that means that tells you just by nature every group has a limit. Now, it may have done something for you when you were a Christian and then you became a Moor. You was an Episcopalian, an ecclesiastic, and you became a moor. And then you've been in it for years and it's done good. Now, maybe that's all your spirit is supposed to go, and that's fine. But when you got to it, you feel the need to stand in the corner screaming out about how great the moors are and how other motherfuckers should join. That means we're, not ta- we're definitely not talking about science anymore. We're talking about emotion. And we're talking about your ego. That's the very nature or the very energy you would need to do that. What science is it trying to convince motherfuckers who, who if they couldn't find it or not interested, you have to determine is just not spiritually ready or just dumber than you. Why are you trying to convince them? Why are you yelling in the air, passing them out pamphlets, doing that, and not saying the Moors are doing that, just using their group as an example. We can use the Boy Scouts and do just as fine. Why are you doing that? That cannot come from anything science or anything that's teaching. That comes from some emotion. I, I need you to believe in this shit as much as I believe in it because that makes it real. That's really what that is saying. 
So it's time to step up and evaluate what the fuck you doing. Mm. It's time to step the fuck up and evaluate what you doing. You understand what I'm saying? How you are, what this is about. And this really comes down to quite simple shit. Brush everything away. You don't need another motherfucker. You don't need to communicate. You don't need to put up no fucking book list for no fucking nigga who don't give a fuck. You're not really trying to educate no fucking mind. You're trying to show them what books you know. Cut it out. I know and you know and we know. You know what I'm saying? What you need to do is understand some basic state statements. Know thyself. And the only way to know thyself is not out there. You're going to have to close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, the first thing you see is darkness. And out of darkness comes light. You're not going to get past that, nigga. Everything I've been teaching and talking about is only techniques to do that. Techniques to do that. If I told you to get a fucking vitamin, eat the vitamin, close your eyes. Smoke a herb pack, close your eyes. Do a cartwheel, close your eyes. You use breathing and breathing words, breathe, nigga, but close your fucking eyes. You're not going to find it on Facebook, in this group, in this thing. All you can find here are pointers on how to close your motherfucking eyes. The journey, you can go to Egypt all you want, is not going to make you smarter. You can look at some pyramids that you don't even know how the fuck used to work. Fuck working now. You don't even know what a fucking obelisk was for, and that's real. Nobody fucking knows. They speculate what that shit is for. But you don't even know. So you can go there all you want. It was a nice trip, I'm sure. And if you get a good deal on the trip, why not? Take your favorite lady. Why not? But you ain't learning nothing. That don't make you smarter or better or more advanced. Your advancement shows, and based upon us, it, it really shows in a self-containment, if you really want to know. Out of the thousands of people I've ever talked to, and I've talked to really thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of black people over the years from every walk of fucking life. And this is what I would say, who's seeking consciousness. The most advanced ones I've talked to have an air of contentment in their eyes when I see them face-to-face and in their conversation. Those who are not content tell me, at least at the most basic, how much work they've done. The ones who really have done work are really content in what it is they're doing. There's some who present themselves as content people, but then when the cameras are all, panic, what's this? Panic, what's that? A liar. I never really did that. You would have never known. You think you're hearing two different people. Hmm. Because when they're in front of everybody, yes, and you know, when I did this back in 1983, and shit was like this, and shit was like that, and then get with us, what that mean? 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 I'm like, wow, the way you made it seem like those are answers you would have been found out because all of those reside within. I found out what that means by doing my work, closing my eyes, meditating, all the astral traveling, all the candle magic, crystal magic, and all those things which I explained what those truly mean. 
People don't even know the goal of why you have a crystal in your hand. They know what the crystal do, but they don't know what they do to make the crystal do what it do. They're a very easy fix. Take my class and we'll, we'll get to that. Hmm. Don't even know what the point of astral traveling is or what the astral world is. So many basic, un- basic things Instead of just trying to learn and be deep all the time, I think there's a lot of basic things um, motherfuckers need to look up and, and really get acquainted with, you know what I'm saying, in their world before they're so eager to change their names to fucking my yacht. You understand? Some of the mm-hmm. basic things. You know what I mean? When I see motherfuckers going off on this movie, it's almost like you know conscious people are going to be pro this movie. So let me be the first one to be anti this movie just to make it seem like I'm more on top of the game. You know what I'm saying? And then when you put my name in it, it's almost like you're trying to say I'm co-signing with this bullshit you're saying, which half the words was fucking spelled wrong. You understand? <laughs> I'm not with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Don't, if you got a statement and you feel strongly about it, you shouldn't need me. You know what I'm saying? Like Brother Panic said, no, 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 don't, don't put me in that goddamn category of some shit that comes from your mind. You at least need to uh, 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 collaborate with me first. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. I knew it. I, he put a Dika in it, and I know a Dika. So I called the Dika today and said, uh, did you read that? Because I didn't even read it. I read a line from it and said, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It was already... It was too much for me. So I said a Dika, and he said, you know, and like I said, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to say no names or embarrassing by The guy is very cool, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no doubt. He's always putting a like on something and all that. Like I said, a certain amount of this is about being cool and friendship. But you need to understand, more than me being cool and your buddy and patting you on your back and being emotional with you, I'm here to fucking do what I'm here to do. And if I see something wrong in the teaching, especially if you'd have left me out of it, I wouldn't have said shit. You understand what I'm saying? It is what it is. That's the way. That's just the way Facebook goes. And no matter how much I try to change it, it just never works out. So I've come to terms with changing Facebook. Go on, name yourself, my yacht and Patar. Knock yourself out. You know what I'm saying? And it. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and knock yourself out. None of that matters to me. I don't care. It doesn't hurt me. Do what you do. Everyone's entitled to how they feel. You know what I'm saying? But now that you included me, I'm, gonna, I'm going to tell this story in the context that we all benefit from. So, again, I don't direct this towards you. Do what you do. If you believe in what you're doing, by no means should I change your mind at all. Then, you know what I'm saying? If you believe in what you're doing any motherfucking way, shit, then stick with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, no, looking at this movie, I'm not going to criticize this nigga for being with a white woman because I'm never interested in his moral stance on anything. If he could present that, especially out of his ignorance as a scientist and as conscious people, as I know the conscious scene was, we would find these nuggets wherever we could, even within the realm of the dead, because we were always looking for consciousness to emerge. That's what we're doing here. We are the watchers of this. 
So we look everywhere we can. And then when we see who did it, we didn't give a fuck about their moral stance. We're not in church, nigga. Church niggas do that. I see my preacher in the whole house, so I don't attend his congregation no more. That ain't what it is. I seen Bobby Hammond in the whole house, so I asked him, nigga, can I get down with this? That's what we was about. You understand what I'm saying? Right. We was hoping our lecturers would get their dicks sucked on break. And we was and we was with that. You understand what I'm saying? We was with that right. like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? We wasn't with their fucking moral fortitude. So we see this dude who makes this film. We took that film for what it was. We know the dead. We let the dead lie with the dead. We ain't trying to, oh, if he, if he really was on point, he would have had a black woman. Who oh, gives a shit what he has with him? He still made a, a movie about an interracial relationship that went left. And like I said, I'm not going to tell you how y'all, I'm not going to put spoilers in it because everyone should get a, get a chance to be surprised like I was in this movie. You understand? If it was two months later, then we'll be talking about it direct. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go check that out now. I ain't, I ain't seen it Oh, yet. yeah. Oh, a month. Man, when you see it, you're going to be like, oh, come on. You, watch that. See, if you would have seen it, you would have really been yelling in the background. Mm-hmm. But when you see it, it it's, and like I said, it's nothing metaphysical. It makes its statement. So making its statement is like you ain't got to think about nothing. You can just take it for what it's worth. And what it's worth, like I said, I already gave a, a clue away. If you like Django, you're like this. You understand? Okay. And that's a big clue. You know what I'm saying? And that's a big clue. So, like I said, you know, we got to stop fucking trying to be deeper than we really are. We need, we don't have, stop trying to be deep on Facebook. If I, if, if I were to say, what's the first step of your enlightenment and you don't want to tell nobody or you feel a certain way or you feel I'm talking about you because you know it in your fucking heart. I don't know half these egotistical niggas think I'm talking about the other motherfuckers. You, nigga. No, you. <laughs> you, right. nigga. I'm talking to you. And if you can find it in your heart to say, you know something, I'm really not learning shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, not because of the books you read and the more words you could say and maybe more concepts that are now uh, in your schema or in your memory but my living condition is the same. The way I feel in my heart, my power is the same. I really feel that I don't have enough power to take care of my life, that I'm still figuring this shit out with my brain, and I'm not controlling my environment with my mind. You understand what I'm saying? that I'm using my brain to figure out my next job move and my next move on paying the gas bill and how could I call the electric company for a fucking extension and all the rest. And I get you in America and it's designed to have you with the skinniest money possible. But even if you got the skinniest money possible and you ain't still mastering that skinny money with your mind that you, that you living on the, from day to day, check to check on the edge, that you need to say, There's some, I know my mind is more powerful than anything this white man could throw at me in the form of a system. 
you so fast to talk about your melanin and white people being from the caves, but I don't care you being just as fast saying I could master their fucking system. Each one of you niggas should have a liar's book. Each one of you. I don't hear you you're still saying, oh, uh, got to go to this slave. But wait a minute, I thought you was better than him. I thought your name was Patah. What happened to all of that? It don't seem to add up in that aspect, you know what I'm saying, hmm. of you mastering his system. But you think you, you certainly love to walk away feeling better, you understand, feeling better, my melanin. And you are. It's superior. But you need to understand one fact. Melanin is programmable. So just taking DMT ain't going to activate. It activates the spirit molecule, but if you ain't got nowhere to go, don't matter. So you can gas up your car, but if you ain't got a destination, sitting in your garage going, room, 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 does not mean you're driving on the highway, motherfucker. Hmm. So taking DMT doesn't mean just because you put gas in that car and you activated what's called a spirit molecule, and the spirit molecule exists within melanin. I had a nigga once tell me, you can't activate the DMT. DMT is not in you. I said, nigga, I'm not talking about a fucking theory like you do all day. I'm talking about shit I've done. And let's get to your psychological understanding of what you just said, you foolish Negro, you foolish mule. What you just said was you need something to give you something because it doesn't exist in you. When the first comedic law is the mind is all and the universe is mental. When I hear the mind is all, that means all things exist in your mind. That's number one. Number two is, if you need something outside of yourself, all you did, no matter how much you dress up like a fucking African, wear African hats and call yourself Umba Babatunde, you're still telling me you're a fucking Christian because you need a savior to save you, just like Jesus. Now, that's real facts. That's your shit. Then you got the nerve to tell me when you die, because even Western medicine says this, there's a DMT rush, and people who have the near-death experience get a DMT rush. That's why they see all of these things. See, when I hear that, because I'm a scientist, and I'm not scared of this shit, and I use practical methodologies without trying to be deep, that DMT rush, number one, tells you that it's in you. And he said that. I said, so how are you telling me DMT is not in me, but when I die, I get a DMT rush? Where the fuck would it come from but my mind? You're talking right. silliness to sound deep. And you got fucking followers. Fucking crazy to me. Crazy talk. That's number mm. one. But see, more practically, what it tells me is this DMT rush is because you are actually going back to the realm of melanin and the realm of spirit. So the spirit mo molecule is something you have to obtain down here, which I have done that. I have a low-grade DMT 
happening, and I know how to turn it up through meditations and techniques. And then I'm having my spiritual experiences, which are not profound, like a mushroom and an ayahuasca, a peyote, or mescaline. You understand? And that, mm-hmm. as a shaman, I would turn up because the shaman who was conscious would turn this up, but then he would come back and give his information to the whole fucking village. You understand? That was the shaman. And then he would take people on the experience, and they would have these animal experiences. He would guide them and tell them, this is what you're looking for, this is what you're trying to do. They would at least have the agenda in their head and try to accomplish it with it. They wasn't just taking it going, yeah, I'm a fucking shaman. How come everybody wasn't the fucking shaman? What's the deal for being a shaman now? Just paying the fucking money? Listen, it's, 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 it's agenda-based bullshit, and it's become religified now. It's just not common sense shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, if I'm going to take this shit and I'm going to say I'm going to go this route, my goodness, I'm going to study everything about mind expansion. I'm going to be doing my work. I'm not going to be relying on the drugs, just waiting for the next drug experience to try to come up with something. What a lazy thing. What a hmm. lazy thing. What a dependent thing. If I said this shit about liquor, what would you say about me? He's a fucking drunk. He's a drunk. If I said, I work better with liquor, so every day I go to work, I drink in the morning, what would you say? Oh, he's a shaman? Or is he a nah. fucking drunk? He's yeah. a drunk. So if somebody said, I need drugs, we can call it medicine, to do my spiritual work, how come you're not saying he's a motherfucking drug addict? Talk to me, mm. nigga. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. We're not using our plain common sense because somehow when we under this band of consciousness, it seems if there's a group of people doing this shit, somehow this shit must be something I don't know about and we don't even think about this shit practically. So 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 the the, the question is what why is it that uh, I guess niggas, there's an assumption that, you know, mel- melanin has to do with consciousness or that melanin is consciousness. What, what does melanin have to do with, with, with our consciousness? Well, that's an excellent question, man. but it's actually one of the basic things that's talked about in that, uh, what's that nigga's name? He just, uh, uh, the spirit molecule book, um, what's his name? Just Brandon, uh, just put it up. And we're going to get, put it up one more time so I can get the dude's name. The spirit, DMT, the spirit molecule. So DMT stands for some old long name. Deferin hydroxy monoxide. There's another book. Okay, Rick Straussman. Thank you, Bradford. Rick Straussman talks about Bobby talked about it for years. This has been in the conscious community. It's nothing new. Um, uh, what's his name? Um. And I t- remember to uh, don't let me forget about Trash Gaddafi because he because he told me about his experience. Um, okay. Rick Straussman talks about it, and it has a long name. There's another book called The Cosmic Snake by Jeremy Narby. He's a white man who went to all these shamanistic based groups in South America and took ayahuasca and found out a lot about the DNA. There's another movie called. Um, Starts with an A. 
uh, uh, Robert, what's his name, Hurt, Richard Hurt, uh, Robert Hurt, uh, something Hurt is in it. Uh, he jumps in this canister, and he eventually takes ayahuasca and sees this reptilian. And does it. But he keeps Altered States. That's the name of the movie, Altered States. And thank you for that, Bradford. Uh, DMT stands for Dime uh, Tri Trip to mean, something like that. Uh, Demine tryptamine, alter states, that's it. Ditritryptamine, some old, see, it's a long name like that, you understand? So right. people shortened it to DMT. And he wrote DMT, the spirit molecule, because what Bobby talks about, what he talks about, and what we know to be fact is the DMT is a molecule that needs to be activated within melanin. You understand? Mm-hmm. Within melanin. So it's something that lays docile in the melanin. Docile in the melanin. So if it's the spirit molecule and it lays docile, listen closely. I want you to listen closely because I'm going to drop some common sense shit on you right now. If it's the spirit molecule, and that's what it's known as, that's what it's called, that's what Western people call it as well. So it's not our thing. It's not a thing we came up with. That's the standard no thing. If it's the spirit molecule, how would you activate or interact with a spirit molecule? Wouldn't common sense says you have to do it through spirit? Makes perfect so that, sense. That was the question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The common sense <laughs> thing says the spirit molecule you would have to activate it spiritually, right? I've been mm-hmm. doing spirit work and in interacting and this docile molecule within the melanin been activating it. My nigga, thank you, Sia Grant. Perfect sense. And Sia Grant, who's a Sia, he's, he's been activating the spirit molecule. You do it through spirituality. My life is all things Spiritual. So when I sit there and go, no, I've activated DNT and the spirit molecule. I've seen these worlds that you need to take drugs to see. I've taken people there. I've gotten people there. I've, I've got a long laundry list of motherfuckers. Yo, what you said today, I've seen this. I talked to my grandma. I talked to the answers. This is happening. That's happening. This is happening. That's happening. Because the spirit molecule can only truly be reached through spirit. Now, the DMT that's found, or what they call in DMT, in these plants that are natural around the world is actually just the shortcut to something that was getting more and more docile in the black man and black woman's mind. Remember, our pineal used to be bigger, and it shrunk. When it shrunk, we said, oh, God, it shrunk. Now we need tools. You understand? We didn't always need these things. Hmm. Now we need tools. But with those tools, we had a fucking agenda. With no agenda but just to, now they just got no agenda but to experience this fucking DMT thing, but no fucking direction, to be clear. So to be clear, to answer your question quite simply, the spirit molecule is something that is now docile within the melanin. Melanin is spiritual, but but most people use melanin as happening physically. You understand? 
They're not really right. activated. Melanin is programmable, and it's not really being used on a level that it can be used at. And now that's what's real. The Cosmic Serpent, DNA, The Origins of Knowledge by Jeremy Narby. Read that book because he tells you about LSD and Molly and uh, ecstasy, which are all man-made drugs that don't tap, tap in the DMT. There's another name for that. And you can go crazy off of that because those aren't grown out the earth. So he talks about the differences. He talks about his experience. He talks about docile DNA because what he noticed or what was actually noticed that this DMT uh, 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 plant, and see, understand this. Why do they talk about the DMT plant all around the world? Because they very well can't talk about melanin and the spirit molecule inside. So the white man who talks about it can only observe the aspect of us taking it as the plant in ayahuasca mixes. You following hmm. me? So when they're mm-hmm. studying it, they can't study the spirit molecule in you, but they can only study the, the, the actual physical plant. So he's studying it, and they're telling him about DNA. They're telling him about the magical uses of tobacco. When them same old healthy-ass old pro-African niggas would say, stop using tobacco, he said, what's better? He asked the shaman, what's better, tobacco or the ayahuasca? He said, nothing that comes out the earth is better or worse, whatever. But he said they use tobacco almost as much as they use ayahuasca for the cleansing purposes, for its healing properties. While you niggas smoking, it's going to kill me, I'm going to get emphysema. You forgot what that shit was. You understand what I'm saying? It's, Mm -hmm. It's really pathetic how much we don't know. And pretend to fucking know. You know what I'm saying? And everybody pretending is everybody else who don't fucking know. No, nigga, you. You the one, nigga. You too, nigga. You too. This nigga, Jeremy Narby, explained in the book, which is actually known from black people, that every ayahuasca-using shamanistic society around the world who has a mythology you usually see the shaman worldly with a snake. And he said when he talked and interviewed these shamans in different groups, especially around South America, what he would notice, they would have the same experience, you understand? And that's the one thing, first of all, I don't hear these niggas in America saying, so I don't know what they're getting. That's number one. But the worldwide ayahuasca-using shamans would have this same experience, and they would guide the people to have this experience. And that experience was they would always see a snake. Everywhere you went around the world, see, if we all got drunk or smoked weed or did molly or whatever, we would all have different high experiences or mescaline or any of that. But with the ayahuasca right. and the DMT, they said, saying people didn't know each other and they kept seeing, this, having the same story. So, the, so also in the mythologies, you also see the snake as this primal energy. In Egypt, the snake is looked at as the primal life force or electricity. You understand? Yeah. So we know the snake as kundalini or as the soul, you understand, for its properties of of resurrection, dying and rebirth, you understand? It's forever being biting its own tail. Now you're following this? So Mm -hmm. he's realizing what we already knew. So as a conscious person taking this, 
You're going to find out shit that Bobby Hemmett told you in 1993, motherfuckers. Now, niggas is getting on the radio station, said Panic. I've been taking mushrooms for years. I learned more in your class. It was funny. Some nigga tried to challenge how deep this was, how you couldn't get into DMT, but then said later that night, well, later in the same conversation that you DMT flushes your mind when you die. Where is it coming from, my nigga? If it's not in you and it's coming somewhere cosmically, then still when you're alive, you don't think you can access it cosmically? Oh, let me repeat. The mind is all in the universe is mental. So if it's coming from outside of you, which I'm never going to co-sign with anything outside of you, that's, there's nothing I've studied that says something exists outside of you and outside of your mind anyway, but let's pretend it does. So when you die, it comes from outside of you. Wherever it comes from, you can't access it now. Where it comes from is not yours. So then let me ask you, who's giving it to you? Because really now you're telling me there's a God or a supreme being that judges this. See, the shit that you're saying is loaded with your Christian fucking brainwashing stupidity if you follow it through. You understand? Yeah. I need this drug to be this. Oh, or but, I need but, Jesus to save myself. Well, if you follow the stupidity through, well, you don't want to play with this shit because we get down to some real basics. I will fuck you up with basics because you niggas are trying to be too deep. I haven't even gotten deep. This is just common sense conscious shit. Well, see, what and you I just said right there, that's, 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 that's the work that often um, – that a person has to be constantly aware of themselves and their own thoughts to to see that right. you know what I'm saying right. these to things are still things. within me. I gotta I gotta still wash right. some shit out. Thank you, brother. That's that's my basic to my class that you have to really probe and see that you because you won't know you've been under mind control. If anyone under mind control does not know they're under mind control until they go into their own mind and try to take control. Boom. And I teach those techniques in class. So that's actually what you're supposed to be discovering yourself. Because I know there's a lot of niggas going, oh, God damn, who's hearing this lecture right now. So I'm glad to help you discover it because that's what I'm doing. But ultimately, the shoe is on your foot, player. You got to walk this path. It's your path. Mm -hmm. I can't walk it for you, dog. So that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be killing the Jesus in you, the Christian in you, the white man in you, the, the ignorance in you, the fucking African-American in you, the ego in you that tells you that you fucking better than this shit because you feel you, uh, you hear what I'm saying. But guarantee you, I put that ass on the chopping block. We can end this shit in five minutes. Mm -hmm. Now we stand on just work of going inside. I don't think I'm better than no one here. I just know when niggas ain't doing no fucking work, though. And I know the ones who do. And I take my hat off to you. I see you as my peer. That's the first thing I tell you in class. After this class, you're my peer. You should not ask me what to do, what you need, what should I do, and can I do shit. I expect that of children who don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that because at least they're putting themselves in the position of saying, I don't know. And I hear what you're saying, and I'm interested. Something resonates. 
so I can say this is the way. But then after you've been shown the motherfucking way, I don't want to hear that shit. The most embarrassing faces are the ones who take in my class and haven't done any work because they know they can no longer ask me a question, and I expect them to have made progress because they have all the tools. And the only thing they need to do with these tools is work on themselves. And they know if they've been doing them work or not because that's where they get scared because they want someone to tell them constantly what's right, what's wrong, what they should do and what they shouldn't do. That's what they actually signed up for. Very few people want to just say, I'm going to face it, and I'm going to look at myself, and even if I do not like what I see, even if I'm not as powerful as I thought I was or as advanced as I thought I was, I'm going to accept that because if I do really want to be advanced, look at this shit. Can anyone tell me why I keep having dreams? Okay, no matter how, see, no matter how many months I talk about, you got to figure this out yourself. You got to do yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know, somebody could tell you because you need to suck more dick. Would you accept that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's like you cannot. Like, I mean, I don't get it. I want to know, you know what I'm saying? And see, that was my natural way of being. That's why Bobby, me and him became real cool real quick because even in me, he's seen what I'm telling you is quite rare. You understand what I'm saying? He's seen mm-hmm. what I'm telling you is quite rare. You understand? You think you're doing some shit. You think you're in a conscious community, but you're in a fucking ego community. You understand what I'm saying? You're in an ego community. And if you have a question, the first person you should ask is yourself. And then you should work. First of all, let me tell you this. Every time you ask yourself a question, your subconscious mind or your spirit asks you a question, answers your question in your dream. So I tell people in my class, the first thing you need to learn is astral travel to understand your dreams. Because astral traveling leads you to lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming, your consciousness, only thing that's traveling and astral traveling is your consciousness. Most of us, our consciousness stays behind on the earth while we dream. You are now, through astral traveling, practicing on bringing your consciousness in the dream world. So Brother Panic is aware and awake as I dream, therefore I retain most of the information from the dream, and I was lucid, therefore when I deal with the, the dream when I'm awake, to, to try to decode the symbolism of it, then I'm more aware and get more out of it. You have to start learning what symbols are. Symbols are the language of the spirit. I told you that. It's the language of your subconscious mind. They don't speak English. They don't speak Latin or Greek. They speak in symbols. That's why in your dreams you was on a chair with a banana, then with an elephant, then you seen your grandmother. It's really a lot of things that look like chaos but is really trying to speak in symbols. So you have to know how to decode and where to go. I give you a big clue. That's the first two classes we deal with because it's the most important in class. You understand? In class. So if you ain't took the class, then uh, you, you may need to. You may need to. You understand what I'm saying? And you have to be able to rely on self. 
You were born here by yourself. You're going to die here by yourself. Your path is by yourself. That's the real trick. You find comfort in a group of people, and there is a certain amount of comfort there. The whole idea of a group is to share your discoveries. All I hear is people sharing each other's fucking questions. You understand what I'm saying? You know what a dog is? A dog is a nubis. You start fucking there. You understand what I'm saying? A long-ass chain trying to bite me, that's either telling you to stay away or you scared of something. How hard is that? You know what I'm saying? How hard is that? So try to identify the street you're walking down. If you don't know the physical street you're walking down, how do you feel walking down that street? And then say, how do I feel or how, how have I ever felt like this while walking? Oh, yeah, I felt the same way walking down my grandmother's street. Or you remember that feeling and say, God damn, I felt this feeling in my dream walking down the street with a big-ass dog with a chain on it. So you still probably can walk down that street because the dog had a chain, but there's an aspect of that street you may not need to go in. Figure this shit out. Use your common sense. And here's the biggest trick of all, and I'm going to give this to you niggas for free tonight. None of this is real. So the real story is not what that dream is trying to tell you, that you can make it mean anything you want to fucking mean. That's the real trick, niggas. And if you niggas ain't writing this down, fuck you niggas, because I'm telling you something that is very powerful. So if you're not writing it down, you're still chatting in the fucking chat room, copying and pasting bullshit, fuck you. Fuck you for distracting niggas, because I'm telling you a major thing right now. You can make any of this thing real with your mind. That's what Bobby was trying to tell you. That's what I'm telling you now that this world is considered the illusion. Your reality comes from your subconscious mind. Why do you think you niggas argue your reality all the time? Because someone has convinced themselves of one thing, that Donald Trump is the greatest thing ever. And one nigga convinced himself of Obama. Are they wrong? No. Are they right? Hell no. But they believe that shit in every action, reaction, and thing is real. You make that shit real. You understand? So that dog, for me, I don't get this bullshit scary ass. I'm walking down the street and there's a vicious dog on the train. What I tell myself is that dog on the chain is fucking protecting me from going into a place. And I haven't gone into that place because I am protected because Anubis got my back all the fucking time. Yeah, Benny Cass gets it. Nobody has to ask him shit. He gets it. He gets it. He understands now. We don't need co-teachers. He got it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, you tell yourself whatever. That's a nugget. That's the greatest nugget you'll ever have. You have to make shit. I told you this fucking story. I'll tell it again. Went in the Chinese restaurant, these people are yelling over my food. Bobby's like, ah, don't eat that shit. It's got a bad energy. Went to the Chinese restaurant, people are yelling over my food. I ate that shit. I thought, good, I'm glad you ate that. You were supposed to clean out. <laughs> clean avatar. Told Bobby I did a fucking avatar show. Yeah, they always doing that. The white man, the white man, the white man, the white man. Told him I seen Avatar. Told him I did a whole breakdown on Avatar. See, well, the inaberrant white man needs to come in. They need a difference to come in 
to what is the routine to change up. He represents change. I'm like, this motherfucker just say whatever. And I really is saying that. He could say whatever in the moment. Then I got it. Then I fucking got it. And before I tell you what I got, let me tell you a fucking another thing. We was in Baltimore. He did a lecture. Um, he had a hotel, the double beds. We in there chilling. I spent the night. We in there drinking all fucking night, watching this TV. This show comes on. This uh, uh, BT. This nigga is yelling, God. We laughing our ass off it. I realize it's James Brown's birthday. I get all these James Brown channels. And the, what, the man is selling these red cloths that Jesus wiped his sweat off with, and they'll bring you all this prosperity. You've heard it before on these shows. And Bobby's telling me like I didn't know, but I'm telling him, oh, yeah, motherfucker, I know. He's saying, you know that'll work. And all you niggas going, how would that work, that Jesus cloth, and how would it work? It works because your mind makes it work. And they told me that in the Matrix. Your mind can make anything work. So what I realized when Bobby was telling all these fucking contradictions back and forth was, oh, this isn't real here. And however you decide to look at any event is what makes it real. Why not make everything in your favor? Why not? Mm-hmm. You can make everything in your favor. A building falls on your head. Well, I needed to clean out. I needed to start something new. You understand what I'm saying? He would do that all the time. He would see every fucking thing in his favor. And what he was showing me was the real science of this place. Nothing is real here. What's real is your mind. Your mind makes it real. So instead of someone telling you a reality about a fucking dream, you, you better take your own dreams from your own mind and make it you. Yes, very good, that Yasko kid or that Cisco kid, all on you. It's not on Brother Panic. It's not on Bobby or Phil, or some red, or fucking blue pill. It's not on none of that. Those are people who are good at teaching, like myself, I believe, that can help guide you, keep you on path, give you pointers. And they only should be giving you pointers based upon the work that they've done. I stand on me doing it. You understand? I was lecturing in the early 2000s, players and playettes, but I stopped myself for lack of knowledge, and got in the game. See, I met Bobby and him through that. And with that, I went in the underground and started studying my motherfucking ass off, so much so a lot with Bobby through his guidance, help, and his advice. You understand what I'm saying? So much so, he said, you need to lecture him. And my answer was absolutely positively not. I could care less about some other nigga's path. But slowly but surely, that was the thing I was supposed to do here, and I'm way coming to terms with that. Ultimately, my whole idea is to activate you, not to keep you fucking telling you, I've been listening to you for 10 fucking years. That's nice, and that's, that brings joy to my heart, 
but at the same time, it brings a certain amount of sadness. Because I want to say, I want a nigga to say, I only listen to you because I like the fucking laughs and it's interesting and I like hanging around. But nigga, I've been enlightened for the last fucking five, six, seven years. Feel what I'm saying? I don't hear that. Panic, I've become enlightened because of you and I only listen to you because I like the way you fuck around now. And I like fucking around with it. I don't hear all of that. I hear some smarty pants niggas that if I really put on the spot, you understand what I'm saying? It ain't that. And you don't need to be that. And you don't need to be none of that shit. What you need to do is take all that energy that you fucking type in and trying to teach others on the side, either fucking get a YouTube and a radio show and teach them, or shut the fuck up and just learn your goddamn self, because everybody can learn. I can learn. When other teachers are teaching, I'm not in the chat room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no doubt. Kick that shit, son. Yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. That's a book called Mind Control. No, uh-uh. I ain't doing that. I'm shutting them listening and let them fucking teach. You understand? Let them fucking teach. Let them learn something. Let other people learn something. Because there's a lot of people here don't do all that time. They come to learn. They don't even look at the fucking chat room. And that's a whole different level of understanding. And you really want to get there. Because when you're typing, the same way if you're talking, that's all typing is, you ain't listening. If you typing, you ain't listening. And I get it. We typing, we having fun. But certain amount of shit, y'all need to shut the fuck up and listen to certain aspects of what we doing. I enjoy having fun. Y'all know I got a whole hour of just laughing and bullshitting. I spend most of my time laughing and bullshitting. I like to laugh and bullshit. But if we talking here, a certain aspect of this, we dropping shit that people can use. And I and I'm keep getting doing this over and over. I'm pretending to be frustrated. So and it takes a lot of effort to pretend to be frustrated. Just so niggas know that. So for when you sound like I'm going off, to pretend to go off takes a lot just as much effort to really go off. So I pretend to go off because I'm not seeing nothing real happening. No real changes. And not by my standards, by your own standards. No one's hitting me and saying, this is my standard and look at this shit. Not this is panic standard and I lived up to it. I can care less. I'm good where I'm at with my standard. I got me a fucking mini mansion and a bad bitch that sits in it. And all she does is fart through silk, niggas. So I'm good. I'm not trying to make no more panics. You understand what I'm saying? The best thing I do all day is called jack shit. You understand? Pack herb packs. You know what I'm saying? Pack herb packs. Best thing I do. Teach classes. Smack asses. You understand? So I'm not frustrated. I have nothing to be emotionally frustrated about. But I'm here to do some work, and I am. I do care. I do want you niggas to go to the next level. I do wants you to experience the joys that I experience and have been experienced. I don't want to keep this shit to myself. I want you to do you to experience all your power because that's actually what you're trying to do down here. Realize the God power in you. That's why you get books like Let God Out. They're trying to show you you more than what you think you are as some fucking chat book guru, chat room guru, some Facebook guru some Twitter-ass guru, 
you more than that. You understand what I'm saying? But that only realization comes from within, and I hear too much and see too much shit going on without. You understand what I'm saying? 2004, I said, fuck that bullshit, and left everything to study, to study, and be nothing but be fubu, nigga, for myself and by my motherfucking self. Fumub, fubum, for myself and by myself. <laughs> Study, read, call Bobby Hammond and say, what book next, nigga? What book next? He was old, dude. That friend you had, that guy, that old panic fella, telling Shabazz and them niggas, uh, he's, he's nonstop. He won't stop eating. The first thing I said to Bobby, this book, that book, this book, that book, I, I got a question about that and your perspective on it. See what I'm saying? What did you do? What happened? And I'm going to tell you what I did. Not, I need to know because I just don't know. Tell me what it means. I'm going to tell you what I did when I read it. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck you mean read that book? Because this is books off his book list. He's been giving out his book list for years, and nobody buys the fucking book. He was so shocked that I actually bought the books, and, and he almost fucking had the stroke back then when I told him, no, I read them already. What, nigga? What happened? Were you okay? Almost had a stroke, nigga. Almost had a stroke. I said, yeah, nigga, read them. And I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that. Then he led me to more books. See, I got them books. Then he said, where are you getting these books? I said, Amazon, nigga. He said, these books are out of print. I said, not no more. See if you can find that. See if you can find that. And I started saying, yeah, yeah, I'll get you one and get him books that he couldn't find because he's not online. And then the friendship, or I, let me not call it a friendship, then the study began, you understand? The friendship developed. But then it became, yo, I'm doing this. My study and my work with him and what he appreciated was I wasn't asking him. I had a dream and what that meant. That never came up. Bobby never taught me Paulo's. What he did was put me on to him, and I studied them and then told him my perspective, what I feel. Listen, and y'all need to listen closely. Bobby fucked with me because he could build with me. For a very long time, he wasn't able to bounce ideas off of someone and then give him some real feedback because that's necessary. You understand? Not just what he said or try. And I get a lot of people who talk to me who listen to lectures and try to speak within the parameters of some shit I said. Not even saying, no, I don't believe that shit you said because when I did this, this is what I got. Oh, they have no idea how much I will respect that. I don't need you to know or understand what it, what it is or what I'm doing. You understand what I'm saying? It's quite simple. He started to see that I was getting my own experience and I was doing the alchemy, dog. He called me once in 2008, said these words, panic, I need to tell you this. I've been lecturing for over 10 years. He said, in my experience, you are the only one like myself that dwells with the gods. I said, woo, nigga, goddamn, I'm going to pop my collar. Everyone else is talking a good one, but he said, you actually built yourself to dwell amongst the gods. Y'all don't even know that's what you're supposed to be doing. You think melanin makes you a god, nigga? Stop it. Cut it out. Cut it out. You are actually doing the alchemy. You have fallen into a human form. 
and you are now supposed to be walking yourself back to the realm of the gods. That's the work down here. Nigga, I am already back in Zamunda. <laughs> you niggas are still in Queens. I promise you that. Y'all niggas are still in a barbershop arguing. Nigga, I ain't never met Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm a Moor. Nigga, I'm a new Wabian. Uh-uh. Taste the soup. Y'all doing that bullshit. Nigga, I'm already back in Zamunda sitting on the throne. My body's still at mighty sharp with y'all niggas, but me and Khadijah back in the Princess Elion. And I promise you that's the goal. And I'm not doing nothing. This is not from a place of arrogance. I'm not better than you. I'm not doing nothing that you can't do. In fact, I'm doing all this yelling because I know you can do it. If you couldn't do it, why would the fuck I be yelling here? Da, 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 da. Oh, Black Rocker. That's Tamara Kelly. That's my girl. What up, Black Rocker? Black Cocker Knocker. Black Rocker. So y'all niggas need to get on the fucking on board. I'm seeing so much disappointing shit that this is getting no better. And I don't expect it to be better. That's why there's no emotion. But I guess I have to talk like this. And if you niggas really want to know what to do, listen again closely with an open heart to this shit. Like, not like you know and not you trying to know. Act like you don't know. And you actually may find something out. In other words, empty your fucking cup and it may get fold out because what I try to teach is basic principles, not some group following that, that, that's regulated, shit that you, you can do, meditations you can do that actually uh, help you. Okay, now, here's one, for instance. Now write it down, niggas, instead of fucking writing this bullshit down. Uh, you sit in your most comfortable position, right, and you're going to go through each of your chakras, but this is a heavy visualization. You put your hands in a comfortable position. Now, my suggestion is uh, something to lean toward. You know how you touch your thumb with your index finger, and they'll tell you different aspects of the brain that you're opening on each finger when you touch it with your thumb. Aline said what you do is just make a fist and make sure all your tips, including your thumb, I guess, on the tips of uh, uh, your index finger, are actually touching something because then you're opening up all uh, your mind at once. And um, ooh, she said, I got a book coming. All right, Tamara, get it on. Tamara did uh, some of the uh, work on my book. If this is the same Tamara Kelly, is that you, Tamara? She did some of the work on my book. Um, you touch it all. You do a fist and you open up everything. Now, you have to visualize first all seven colors. Oh, no, that's not her. All right, no problem, I thought that was her. What book you got coming in? Uh, uh, drop that shit out so we can talk about it. What's up with you then? Why are you hiding that shit? Don't hide, divide, nigga, what's it about? What's it about? So um, you gotta visualize. So starting with the root chakra, you visualize that chakra coming out into a third dimension right in front of you, expanding into a circle right in front of you, a major circle. Let me see. Uh, what can I do? The size of a, a small trampoline in front of you. And then you have to visualize yourself cleaning that chakra with your mind. You understand? So then you have to use whatever technique 
Yo, I'm, I got you, Black Rock. Um, okay, I, I got you, Black Rock. I'll talk about it in a second after I get this out. Um, you visualize with your mind cleaning that trampoline side chakra, and if you got to understand your chakras. So if it has very little energy, so you got to understand your chakras. A root chakra, if it's balanced, if it's um, uh, uh, uh overstimulated, understimulated. So once you clean it out, if there's too much energy in there, you've got to drain some of that red out. See, it is lighter red because you're trying to drain some of the red out, drain some of that too much energy. So let's say your home or your root chakra, you have a meticulous home, you're, you're a hermit, you're a workaholic, a meticulous car, nobody can do nothing. You, you treat your kids like the military showroom fucking home and all the rest of that shit. Um, you, and you know, that's too much energy in the root chakra. You know what I'm saying? Now you want to drain some of that red out. You know what I'm saying? You counterbalance it with uh, purple. I have all of this in my motherfucking book, how to do it in the chakras, what colors you need. Or just go online and look. Too much root chakra energy, what color do I use? So then you visualize that color mixing with the red. That slows it down. You need, if you need more energy... Your house is slovenly. You can't get a job. Your car is dirty. Your kids are fucking dirty. Your cabinet is bare. You, you know, you, you always got a flat tire, shit like that. Um, can y'all hear me? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just making sure I, my phone lit up. I didn't know what that was. All right, so you want to visualize the exact color of the chakra. So more red coming into that chakra. It bring, uh, it, it's bright, shiny. And then you see the chakra shrinking back down again and then coming back into the root. You do the same thing with the orange chakra. You clean it out. You clean it for a long time. You talk to it. You tell it whatever you want. I need you to do this, sacral chakra, this and that. I need you to, I, you know, I need you to be balanced. You know, you say what you want to say. Then uh, you shrink it back down and bring it back. This is called the warrior cleanse. This was given to me by... Um, one of the warrior gods, this is not any fucking book that I read. This comes from the spirit world. You do it with, the, with each chakra until you are finished with all your chakras, and then you have cleansed your chakras, balanced out your chakras. You know, I, nice. so Black Rocker, uh, said, I'm going to send you the link. It's called Your Dirty Nigga Soul. It's about the uh, perspective of causality. That sounds like a very good book. That's good. You know my email, panicpack at hotmail. Uh, Aliyah, give your information because when Black Rocker's book is uh, ready, I humbly ask that he, he is this a girl or a guy? Is, is your name Tamara Kelly too? You humbly be, be a guest on our show and talk about your book and all of that. Or if, if it's ready, I don't know if that's a link. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Byron, okay. What's the last, uh, you want to give you the last name? Do I know you, Byron? I know a few Byrons from class. Is it a Byron that I know, or we never talked or met? Um, let's see. I'm trying to get this out in the chat room. I don't know if you're on the phone. Oh, no, Black Rock is not on the phone. Went to Dallas, New Orleans lectures. Okay, so, okay. So we met. So hit me up. And we'll talk when it's ready. You tell me all the details. And when it's, when it's ready, because Eliah deals with the guests, how we book them and how we do it, we'll have you on the show. So I know you down. We met in 
New Orleans, okay, and 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 uh, Dallas, okay. So then the one there was one nigga in New Orleans that tried to debate me. I said, nigga, get the fuck out of here. I don't care what you think. That's another way. You're never going to get me on a goddamn debate. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, fuck, I care what you think. Like, if I think, I could think a thousand things. You're supposed to think something different from me. You know what I'm saying? Try to debate like you're going to come to some sort of medium point. So long as you ain't that nigga, we with it. But I don't think you are because um, uh, I don't think that dude was in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care, but you ain't coming on my show with that goddamn crap. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think that is you. you know what I'm saying? At least I was real quiet with a notepad. My nigga, I like that. If you're going to do this, do it for real. Just come and study it. And like I said, if I ain't giving you nothing that's educating you, why the fuck you here anyway? You know what I'm saying? You should move on to other things. But I love, like you, brother, and sure, that book, I pray. If you was quiet taking notes, I bet you your book is based upon something really good. You know what I'm saying? Science of causality. So you're dirty in the soul, a perspective in causality. We need to look for that. When that's out, we're going to blast that. You're dirty nigga soul. I like that shit already. So yes, sir, Byron, we're going to have you just recap to us anytime you're ready. And then we got you here live on Pandemonium Radio. It's getting late. It's already after 12. I talked too much shit. I yelled at y'all niggas enough. But remember, if you feel offended, then you feel like I was talking to you. Yes, motherfucker, you. I was. But it's because I love you. I love you, beloved. Hotel, I love you. Hotel, motherfuckers. Hotel, motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You need to really stand back. We need to kill this ego shit, kill this some real deep shit. And just study. You gotta. Re- we we now become this place of where your opinion is means something. We're mixing consciousness with the same opinion-driven human shit, which social media is actually supposed to be. You understand? So now that we just have this presence on social media, we think we're supposed to do the same thing with consciousness. No, everybody's supposed to be doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's supposed to be doing what they're doing. You know, putting bold statements out of it. You know, I keep shit general. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I don't teach on Facebook. You'll never see no fucking. You'll hear me say a line or a perspective, but like writing a whole fucking scientific dialogue or monologue on Facebook, never. Never. My group got the funniest, dumbest posts ever. You know what I'm saying? Ever. And listen, and this is because it's not the place for that, number one. As soon as you put it up, there's a thousand different opinions that you're going to have to start defending. You know what I'm saying? And all you're doing is debating. So I'm not, I'm not for a debate. You know what I'm saying? I said what I said here. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not, for, I'm not on a moral stance. I'm not on a uh, – uh, 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 I deal with occult science. If you don't agree with occult science, then get the fuck away from me. There's nothing for you. You tell me where I got the occult shit wrong, and maybe maybe we'll have something going on. You understand what I'm saying? But most disagreements is because you just don't deal with occult science. The answer is quite simple. Get the fuck away. This ain't for you. I don't agree, I don't agree with the Girl Scouts, so I don't fucking buy Girl Scout cookies. Psych, I'm lying. I bought six boxes today. Shit is good, son. Shit is good, son. Yes, I don't agree with McDonald's. I don't go in there. You understand? 
I don't need to talk about and debate about it. I just don't go in there. I don't eat the shit. The shit is slop. I say, and that's what it is. So you don't agree with, see, nobody's really debating me on the cult. You know what I'm saying? No, really, Crowley said this, which, okay, good. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no real argument. I'm glad he did try it. See if it works. Because I know, I'm telling you shit that I'm doing and it's working. I've t- I've, I could stand on all the shit I've done and it's worked for others. And that's really, at the end of the day, in my world, that's all the fuck that matters, what works. So a chick could tell me, you are the worst nigga fucking me ever. My answer is, well, it works because I bust my nut, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I came, so I guess it works. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I mean. It is what it is, niggas. You know, it, it, the thing is, if it, it, like you said, if something really touched you, it just means that maybe that's a, a space you can do some work. That's all. Yeah, that's 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 what it is. Like, you know, like you like you were saying before, my rant touched you off. Like, you know, those are the things you are really supposed to be probing in you. That religion that's still stuck in you, and you don't think it is. You don't even know how it is. You know what I'm saying? You turn mm-hmm. fucking God to the Most High and all that shit. So you was the most high, nigga. So somebody's sitting up there better than you somewhere, nigga. And doing what? Doing what? The creator. That cre- you the fucking creator. You the only one down here creating. You, you don't realize the mind is all. And then you ain't the creator. I am the creator. I am the creator. How I did it is the same way I'm doing this shit here and how shit truly works here. You dreamt this fucking place up. And, I, and every, all this house, my woman, I dreamt up. I was in Brooklyn suffering in a small room eating soup out of a can, mm. stewed tomatoes out of a can, shivering my ass off in the New York weather. All I had was Timberlands and a North Face coat. And I visualized one day as I froze in the tub a big juicy house with a fine woman with a ooh, with a with a with a with a with a good with conscious. And before you know it, bling, 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 here we have us today. I am now sipping some shit called core water with maximum hydration. And just so mm-hmm. you know, it has seven point four. Oh shit. The, the information when I want the pH seven point four very delicious delicious indeed yes nice I like this place met brother Kamani warriors Divama like even up to be real like all the motherfuckers I met sisters there's some fine sisters. I don't mind chilling with these niggas like constantly Kamani you know uh, Ken, uh, uh, Brother Grimm, you know, just all the motherfuckers I met, my brother Will, because it occurred to me, because Uchi was asking me, and we was talking about that shit when we was at that um, pizza joint, and it occurred to me that night, oh, I know why I like even these niggas so much, because I'm actually sitting with the gods, you know what I'm saying? Now, hmm. don't think 
don't think, and I want to say this with a cherry on top, don't think because I talk about you niggas, get on you niggas, put you niggas on blast, that you motherfuckers ain't the gods. You know what I'm saying? Because out of the, all the motherfuckers in the world, you niggas are still here, though, and what we are fighting, and this is something Bobby used to tell me off the record, what we are fighting is actually thousands, not just because of the white man, thousands and thousands of years of human sickness. You understand? So the mere fact that you niggas are here is a fucking miracle. You understand? It's a fucking miracle. And what we must attack and fight is your human goddamn condition. So you will hear me talking to the human condition mostly because really the consciousness is easy once you get past that, my niggas. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't really have to hear me talking about all this deep science all the time because really there's only one thing to do, and that's really close your fucking eyes and with the intention of realization. That's it. That's it. Everything else is you actually fighting your fucking human fucking ignorance, and you've been here so long, you niggas are fucking crazy. I met some of the craziest motherfucking niggas, not in a good way, ever since I got here. You understand? Crazy motherfuckers. How are you niggas doing this shit? You understand? How are you doing this? Crazy motherfuckers. And the fact that you niggas are here, the fact that you niggas stick in, the fact that you niggas are doing this is a miracle within itself. You are the gods. And I'm not saying this to make you feel good because half you niggas are taking the shit. Yeah, I'm the god. I knew it anyway. No. (laughs) No, you niggas is fucking humans with fucking titles. A lot of you motherfuckers. But like I said, I see so many patient motherfuckers, like Kamani. He, you can hear the patience in now, you know what I'm saying, in what's happening here right now. I said, oh, I know why this nigga is just like, I don't mind having him around. He can show up anytime, just knock on the door, eat whatever he eats, open whatever cabinet he needs to open. And, and I feel no sort of way. Half you niggas try that. We're just going, y'all getting shot straight out. <laughs> Fuck that you get some liquor, nigga. Fuck, nigga. And we going and let you, and we gonna let people know we're gonna set your body up. Like he was climbing the side of our house naked. Not shot you. Just so you know that. So when you die, hey, you're gonna be on the news as the naked bandit, motherfucker. Bah. Right. Then you and, some um, bones for some magic. Right, right. So like uh, you know, because I'm saying, oh, these niggas are the gods, and it even feels good to be around the company of this masculine motherfuckers. Because you're dwelling amongst true family. You know what I'm saying? It's not motherfucking how much you know. It's how much you want to know. And I and what disgusts me is all these motherfuckers fronting like they want to know. But they don't really want to know nothing. They want to show everybody that they know something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Really fucking don't. But some of you niggas I met live and it was fucking real disappointing. If you really want to know. It was real disappointing. And you were nice guys and all that. But... If I don't meet you again, like, it's not going to hurt my heart. 
Some of you motherfuckers, man, oh, man, I wish you lived next door. For real, y'all niggas is just so smooth, so cool. You see so many dedicated motherfuckers, especially when I did this lecture shit. Florida, Cincinnati, uh, uh, Little Rock, you know what I'm saying? You know, the people who brought me in, just so dedicated to bring me in, you know what I'm saying? My girl, Leonora, uh, Leonora from um, Little Rock, sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? Real motherfucker, too. Country is all fuck. You ever meet a real nigga who's country? <laughs> it's a whole different thing, nigga. It is crazy. She's a real nigga who is country. Her and Andrea, and I'm talking to Andrea all this time, Andrea. So I've seen her in Dallas. Seen in Little Rock, we chilling. She, yeah, I took your class. He took my class. What the fuck? When the fuck you going to tell me, son? He said the name. Hmm. Oh, I'm like, hell yeah, I remember your last name, motherfucker. He you just took it. Like, yeah, Pan, you know, so many fuck. You know you're dealing with gods because some of them are so humble. You know what I'm saying? You talk to them, you know, usually the arrogant nigga. Yeah, nigga, I took your class, nigga. Remember me? No, no, um, no. Okay, what cycle? I don't know, but nigga, I took your class. Okay, and still. But then some motherfuckers, you just remember, they'll be humble. Like I said, I've met her in Dallas. She ain't saying nothing. We chilling for days in a little ride. She ain't saying. She just happened to say we were sitting out eating because I went to one of her little restaurants. She's the one who made me that big-ass biscuit. I'm like, y'all niggas, yo, I thought Atlanta was country. This shit is the fucking suburb. This is a New York annex compared to that shit in Little Rock. Woo, nigga, we were standing out in that sun. Oh, oh boy, nigga. Heat stroke. I've seen niggas with lemon green cars. And, and you know, I said, let me take a picture of this shit. This shit right here. Leonora said, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> nigga, you country, nigga. You country. But the sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? Hospitality did her thing. was there, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I said, I know it's hard for them to get me down there. But if there was a way, I'd be, if it was just me coming, I'd do it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm sure maybe this year I'm going to talk to Leonora and, and see, we might just come down here on us, uh, out of East through a webinar, and, I'm, and we do the same thing. Uh, we get the place and let uh, Leonora get the door. So we might take off that hotel and flight. We'll, I'll talk to her because it was such a sweetheart. And how I was doing, trying to make it a little bit more lucrative for her. Because, like I said, she was a good person, sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And we'll do it for Francis, too. We'll, we'll, we'll work with her and try to create a different deal. And, you know, but this is in the near, in the way future, because this is Visa's thing, too, now. So we got to build up a few little webinars for us to be able to have money where we can travel like that. Because we're not going to come out for it. We're going to build it up. So we're working on a plan where we can make it easier for any of our family because after all this shit talking I do, I still do love you motherfuckers. You niggas are good people. Like, you know, I meet somebody like Drunk Sis, her energy, and both Courtney's, but the Courtney that was in class with Drunk Sis, because they always come as a pair, they're such fucking sweet, kind people. You just never want them to leave. And then you kind of start to realize, oh, because when we are in these afterlife places, these same motherfuckers are the same motherfuckers who are there. And these are the same motherfuckers you used to partying with. That's why you hope the party never ends. You literally become sad when these niggas are like, I got to go. 
But then there's mm. some motherfuckers who never go. Grandma ain't going to say no names. Ty ain't going to say no names. But we actually love it. We love motherfuckers when we're at 5, 6 in the morning, and we still bullshitting playing cards. I know I love it because after you niggas leave, I just walk upstairs. Fuck y'all niggas. There was a time Ty and Grim was still here. I just went up and went to bed and said, fuck y'all niggas. Let Khadija work <laughs> that shit out. And, um, you know, all it, you know, saying, and I started to realize you just could never get enough of them. You know what I'm saying? Even the ladies, your friendship, my girl Kiana, you just could never get enough because they the gods. And you have this feeling for them because they're the ones that you was partying with any motherfucking way in these never-never mm. land worlds you from. So like I said, uh, Phil is saying Vegas. Phil, I don't know, nigga. I'm going to be real, Phil. I didn't want to tell you, but you talk a lot, nigga. And I can't have a co-lecture with me. So when you bring in, that gives you the right to talk. Let's just get that shit out the way now. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you, nigga. When, if you bring me into a lecture, I can't go shut the fuck up. You go, well, that's why I brought you in, the, the cold lecture and talk. No, 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 nigga. I need the lecture, nigga. I could talk for fucking eight hours uninterrupted. Nigga, when your ass was in New Orleans, nigga, nigga, that shit was a fucking chore. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, it was a chore to shut you up, and you ain't paid for nothing. You just paid for a ticket. So think about that. It was a chore to shut the you up in class, nigga. I had to do a do a. I had to tear your ass up in class, nigga. Don't let me go back. Tell me your cycle. I'll go back and listen to that shit. I'll put it up so people can hear themselves. I just say, look, man, nigga, stop. Sit the fuck down and listen, nigga. Stop. Mm. So I don't know, my nigga. It's not. I have to really think about Vegas. And when you talking about you nigga talking about June or some shit, nigga, that's so far down the line, nigga. I might not even be lecturing in June, nigga. I'm I'm so disgusted with niggas. <laughs> might not I might quit by June. I might go work for the post office by June. If I see a government job come up, I might just fill out an application for that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas see that shit in this chat room. Imagine that nigga bringing me in for a lecture. Y'all think I'm gonna be lecturing, nigga? I'm going to sit down. I let your ass come up there, too. I tried to get him to get all his talking out. You know what I'm saying? So I tried to bring him up and let him do the libation with me. The whole, this would, this would be a, an event that would shut him the fuck up afterwards. Not true. This nigga went on ranting about the fucking peanut butter and jelly they gave out in the lobby. You see there, the peanut butter and jelly, word up, nigga. I'm like, okay, this, that didn't work. <laughs> Um, now I'm only joking with Phil. He wasn't that bad, but nigga, I still, I'm really thinking about you bringing me into Vegas. It might be I, I'll bring my own ass into Vegas and meet you there, nigga. Therefore, when it's time for me to shut up, for you to shut up, I can go, look here, nigga, and feel absolutely. Uh, one more thing I want to tell you. I told y'all, I told your ass to remind me about tragedy. As I was talking about that, these shamanistic drugs, just taking them don't make you a fucking shaman. You're talking because about Trash shaman was Gaddafi? Doing, huh? Trash Gaddafi? Gaddafi. He's a rapper. He's like my little brother. When I seen right. him, he told me, there's a, I cannot remember for the life of me, the dude in New York 
that does that with the ayahuasca. He gives it to the people. You know what I'm saying? He's unconscious. I could find out for sure. He has some Indian name, like Chief something or, or, or whatever. Very famous and known. Trash, who's not conscious, he's Nuwabian or was Nuwabian. So take that for what it's worth. But he, you know, he knew he knew my level of consciousness. He used to tell niggas back when he was little. I said, I used to beat niggas' asses and pick up my books. <laughs> like I said, put my books down, not school books, like books I was studying. Fuck niggas up and then put. I said, I don't remember that. He said, Yo, I remember that. He said, Hold my book, knock a nigga, break a nigga's jaw, and say, All right, thank you. Take the book back and see me read. And I was like, Nigga, that sounds like some shit you seen in a karate movie. I don't remember that, but he remembers more, you know. And um, anyway, like, you know, he was telling, like, Shabazz, from my openness, said he seen Trash, and he knew I knew Trash. He said, yo, oh, he knew I was from Queensbridge. He didn't know I knew Trash. So he seen Trash at a Wu-Tang concert. So they behind stage. He seen Trash. He said, yo, do you know this nigga named Panic from, from, from your hood, the bridge? He said, that nigga's, nigga's eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. Panic? I said, oh, no, I'm his older brother. You know what I'm saying? He lived across the building. So he's telling me about his ayahuasca experience. And he's not conscious. I can't even say in the context of y'all niggas, but let's pretend. Like y'all, where he's seeking knowledge so actively. He won't turn his collar down to nothing knowledgeable. He, since Facebook, he might have heard some of the things I'm doing. I don't think he's going to be an avid listener. He's going to try to get his rap career back on. You following? Mm-hmm. But ultimately, he told me about his ayahuasca experience. And he said, as soon as he took he started shitting and vomiting. And, you know, with the dude there, they know that. So they got you prepared for that. You know what I'm saying? All the, all the preparation. Take him to the bathroom, get him ready. He said at the end, the biggest thing, he did see his mother, who was dead. She already died. She passed. He was talking to her. I can't remember the things he said, but ultimately, we're here. I'm fine. It's good. He said his mom's had on white now. His mom's was a drug addict all his life. Serious shit now. And I'm not going to put their business in the street, but a lot of you niggas wouldn't be able to handle this level of the game. Let's 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 get this right. Why do you think his name is Tragedy? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm. And I and there's things. So to see his mother in this light is a big fucking deal for him. You understand? Right. To know that she's fine. To know that there's an afterlife, right? To know that she's fine, and to know that there's more to this, right? And he said, I want to come with you. She said, oh, no, it's not your time. You go back. So he went back and he was up, right? So he found out, not his time, he found out um, that she's a spirit who's fine. He found out there's an afterlife and there's more to this. And though she was on drugs and had a hard life, she's doing good now. Wait a minute. You mean to find out he found out what I've been telling you niggas for free ever since you heard me. And that's what he found out. And this is something you should be doing. You fucking idiots. He only found out 
the basic shit of consciousness. You understand what I'm saying? So you niggas going to take this to find out what you already know? Because you, if you, you're not just going to take it and have an experience. You're taking it and go somewhere. That's what the shaman does. These niggas ain't shamans. Because the chief nigga who's dishing this shit out to niggas, all these niggas is claiming, he don't know shit. The shit he said is just some old delusions of grand shit that he's seen in his fucking ego. And I promise you that. I've seen a whole planet with, that's filled with women. Wouldn't there be one? Who the fuck knows? Oh, maybe not. That sounds like she's made up. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going there. Ain't no man or fucking woman. It's all that. So maybe a whole feminine energy. So what? What is that going to do? What is that? That's a nice thing. But you kind of can speculate that based upon you can just read conscious books and find that one out. You know what I'm saying? It's not a hard thing to find. It's not really breakthrough information. This motherfucking meditation that I just told y'all niggas, I guarantee more niggas get more out of that than any of that shit. That's what I guarantee. Because after I give something out, niggas do shit. Some niggas, you ain't going to feel nothing. Some niggas, oh, parents, that changed my life. And, and, and I, I, my son got killed, and I, I, I now release that, and I now can see him. And I have all the time all about shit that I give out. It's these techniques that, that is where you're going to have this realization. I stand on that. Challenge that shit. You ain't got to debate me, but challenge that shit. You'll tell me how much you ain't tapping, but I can give you a long laundry list of motherfuckers who are evolving from this shit, but not that shit. And that's what I also skip when that dude tried to get at me, telling me that the DMT is not in the mind, but you get this death rush. After I'm shocked, what? Then... Ironically, you had a bunch of motherfuckers calling in who took DMT. Uh, I took it. I learned more from your class. I took a bunch of mushrooms. All that shit made me go outside and play basketball. They started telling how this shit is a failure. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of niggas. This is documented. I can go pull up that motherfucking lecture. You feel me? That's documented. That's recorded. You know what I'm saying? And... You hear a bunch of motherfuckers saying like that. Now, even not to mention, way back in this blue show, there was this dude who said everything he did was on mushrooms. And the whole show was about how he started fucking with me and just pretty much left the drugs alone. He said he started getting addicted to it. He couldn't do nothing with it. Nothing was happening unless he took it. So he took it every day. He was on mushrooms at a certain level. He said he started fucking with my shit, fucking with the information, doing the meditations, doing the work, and slowly but surely, he started losing cravings. He didn't need it, and, and his story unfolded. All that shit is documented. Old, old hat. So I'm sick of hearing all this new fancy spangled shit. Some niggas getting out of all this shit. And I'm like, look, man, y'all need to get at yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yourself. Bring up all sorts of shit. My suggestion is if you feel you need drugs, then you're going to need drugs. If you can use it as a tool to maybe have an experience, you know what I'm Do it. I've always said before, I say it now, and will always say in the future, even the herb pack I sell, 
One day you should not need that. It is a tool, not a drug, a tool to help you realize certain things. It's medicine for your pineal gland. But after a while, if you're addicted to it, then it's not going to do nothing for you spiritually. It can only but take you so far. You understand? It is not designed to get your life. Most people that keep on using it as repeat customers usually smoke it with their weed. You know what I'm saying? I usually hear that. It makes the weed last longer. Or I do it. They come up with their own inventions for it. But there's a first-time user. I get nothing but that. All half of what I do is just one-time users. You know what I'm saying? They hit it and quit it. I have an experience, and you're supposed to try to get what you're actually doing is mapping the feeling in your mind. But DMT is too much to map that in your mind. That drug is doing that. This is not a drug. You're supposed to map it because it stops the chatter, things like that. Things that get you in a great alpha state in meditation, it helps to do that. Lucid dreaming sleeps. So once you start getting used to it, you need to start building up. It may help you to remember the template of it. Then once you start doing that, it helps to build up a habit that you need to go on for yourself. A habit because you won't have to get off of this shit because it never was addictive or a drug. If you're addicted to it, you just addicted yourself to it because you're psychologically addicted to it. This other shit is like you have such a profound experience, you're going to call that spirituality and you're going to fail to believe it's in you. You're going to think it's the drug that does this for you and not you that does it for you. Because you're going to tell yourself that is you doing it for you because you're going to say melanin, chakras, kundalini, pineal, consciousness, and we gods. So you're going to think it's doing it for you. But I want to hear all the shit that's profound. Tell me a profound story. Tell me what you learned. Because I ain't hear none of that. What you learned. I ain't hear none of that. What you learning? What's, what's the breakthrough here? Not the personal, you know, all you want is you're dealing with your, your, your personal shit is coming in your face. You understand? What's only shows if you are making progress is there, and you do need to make progress there. But let's get down to some magic, nigga. Let's get down to some magic, nigga. We out next week. We'll be back with Adika. Some of y'all may know Adika. There's a lot of writings. You've got a website. You want to know what that is, whatever. Next week, remember Philly, my niggas. I'm going to put the flyer posted everywhere. Philly on April 1st. Nigga, it's going to be a masterpiece at the Wyndham Hotel, 400 Art Street, Philadelphia, PA, 19106. 400 Art Street, A-R-C-H, Street. The number is 215-923-8660, time 5 p.m. to 12 a.m. Saturday, April 1st, nigga, is going to be on $25. Look for the flyer. I'm going to make it big. Philly, represent. New York, represent. Chicago, um, oh, Chicago. But Chicago, represent too. Bring your asses. Cincinnati, <laughs> bring your asses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Connecticut, represent, Jersey, represent, email, visa, 
V-I-S-E-W-E-S-I at Gmail. There will be a webinar. So get that get that information, get that set up. That data will be here before you know it. So let's get it on. Get it together. I want you niggas to get it together. I love coming every two weeks and yelling at you motherfuckers about shit. Check out that movie, Get Down. Check out Sister Khadija's new website, Tomdi Readings, S-A-M-E-D-I Readings. So you can go to my site, Occult Lectures, like you've been doing. So where you would normally buy the reading from Sister Khadija, it now links you to a website, easy to get to, Somdi Readings, nigga, Somdi Readings with an S. You see all the shit she offers? She has a class coming soon, my niggas. I want you to hear this. Her class is going to be fire. Sign up now. You want to get in now. Niggas is signing up now for her class. She's going to be dealing with the, the... the spiritual anatomy. She's going to go through every aspect of your body and show you how it's deified, how to deify it. When I tell you I wish I would have got this class for myself, I wish I would have got this motherfucking class for myself, Psalm D. Readings, go check out our site. Not only is the site is off the fucking hook, psalmdreadings.com. It is sick right now. Go see her classes. When I tell you, she was explaining how this shit, that she's going to show you all the gods that are classically connected to your body, how to do meditations, how to activate, how to release shit in your chakras so you can activate your body to have the god body on planet Earth, how to deify your arms, legs, your internal organs. Oh, my goodness. I wish I would have had this cousin. She told me she wanted to do that. I'm like, damn. I don't even know you sometimes. That shit is so sick right there. You understand? So y'all mm. want to get in this. Yeah, y'all want to get in this. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. And the way she's, I should have had her ass on tonight to explain it. Is she in this motherfucker? I didn't, see, I didn't really look at too many motherfuckers today. Have you seen that ass woman here today? Mm-mm. I don't see old lady ass upstairs. She's gone. I was going to talk about it. She ain't going to talk about God damn it, son of a gun. I'm going to see it. Yeah, Eleanor A. Wisely. That's my girl. That's my little rock peoples. You know what I'm saying? Good motherfucker. Good motherfucker. Real heart. We're going to get on whenever she's ready to talk about her music. Peace to Sister Joya and her husband. I'm saying, whenever she's ready to talk about her music, we'll get it on. Colt. Terrick T's, O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-C-T-E-E-S. I told you to name that goddamn shit, Sacred T's. We'd have been hit. We'd have been out in five minutes. Occult Terrick T's. It's not even a thing, nigga. I had to spell that shit out every time now. Oh, yeah. You should have named that shit T-shirts.com, nigga. We'd have, been, we'd have made this shit more easy. But it's a cult Terrick T, nigga. <laughs> O-C-C-U-L-T-E-R-I-C-T-E-E-S.com. Shout out to my sister, Joya, Janelle. I, I'm going to see her in Philly with my sandwich, my girl, Eleonora. 
know what I'm saying? Brother Dane, Brother Grim. Yeah, I don't see no damn Khadija anywhere. In the how and the where. In the where and the how. Girl Visa. Whatever happened to fucking uh, Nicole and <laughs> D. Saxy? He just fucking, you ain't getting, you left no severance pay. We don't even hear from them no more. Shout yeah. out to your Grant. Khadija 3121, which is not my Khadija, but yet another Khadija. Barry Linus, that's Ty Drunk Sis. DJ Full Moon, who electrocuted himself for Brother Panic. I'll never forget. I know your consciousness expands, so, but I would still love to see you electrocute yourself if you don't mind. You ain't got to do it for me. Maybe do it for a liar this time. You know what I'm saying? Brother Phil, Mr. Fucking Word Up, talk too much himself. We still, I still love you, Brother Phil. Still love you, Brother Phil. I don't know if I'm coming to Vegas on your shit, my nigga. <laughs> That's a little bit scary for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's full moon on the electric tip. This nigga just needs to type anything. <laughs> I said full moon electrocuted himself. Full moon on the electric tip. <laughs> this nigga's just crazy, son. Yeah, I don't know if I can come in. I don't know if I can come in on this nigga. Grass, gas drawers, what up? You know what I'm saying? Black Rocker, what up? You know what I'm saying? Black Rock, when that book is ready, we want you on. Alex Will, 64. All the family, Brother Wise, all the family. Peace and blessings. I'm glad your niggas come. But listen, though, you all never going to get it easy for me. I'm going to talk about your motherfuckers till my fucking pants fall out. Go hard. Um, Bradford, thank you for all the love, all the, all the you know, word up, guest 49. Uh, you know, all the help with the links, you know what I'm saying? I said, I definitely want you to go to Khadija's site, though. Zombie readings. Not only are our readings up and our readings are there, you can deal with her directly without me as the middleman through email anymore. Check out what her classes are. I'm not even doing them justice because when she describes them, she goes into detail. And I'm sitting here going, I really kind of jealous, a little envious here. Because that's a class I wish I was teaching. That's a bad motherfucking class. I almost want to house a goddamn idea. Like, we take this shit, sucker. But, you know, <laughs> there's no living after that shit. So since I enjoy my life on planet Earth at this moment, I'm not going to let her kill me. If I had heart disease, I'd do that class. I was dying anyway, bitch. So DJ Full Moon, I know where you at. You 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 ain't in Philly. You down south somewhere, ain't you? I'm down to see you, nigga. Because if I see you, I'm bringing my motherfucking stun gun. Any lecture you coming to, I'm bringing the stun gun, and we doing this shit on tape. I ain't gonna give you that little quick shot, nigga. I'm gonna see how much you can take, nigga. Let's raise Kundalini in this motherfucker. What's you in Alabama? Oh, we coming to Alabama. Woo, sweet home Alabama. Let me bring my stun gun. I got one, too. Don't think I don't. I got one of them baton ones. So that means I can bring that shit in where they'll just think it's a flashlight, my nigga. I'm bringing that shit. 
Nigga, you about to get it, nigga. He said, Visa, where y'all got it bagged at? Did she have it locked down? Visa usually spells her V-I-S-A. Let's see. Let's, well, she, no, she left already. Mom, you see how tired she was. Her monkey ass went to bed for the night. And this nigga just yelling at us tonight, so I'm going to bed. Oh, so whatever it is, I'm going to make sure you can get to it. I'm going to tell her that. Because, nigga, I definitely need to see you. I am I'm shock, shocking you, shooting you in the leg, pistol whipping you, uh, putting a rag over your head and spilling water in your mouth, you know, waterboarding you. You know what I'm saying? We cutting you. We initiating you in Palo. Uh, we going to throw wet noodles at you. We going to fucking take a whip and beat you till you say your name is Kuta. Kuta Kente. We going to cut off your foot for running. We going to do every fucking thing. We going to fucking untwist your hair, give you a perm, nigga. We going to bleach your skin. We going to do everything to you, my nigga. You're not going to make it out of there. And then we're going to call all that shit initiation, my nigga. That's our initiation. You're getting it, son. He said, bring the cuties. I ain't trick. What's that? I ain't trickling if it's income tax. I guess you ain't tricking if it's uh, income tax. Nigga, just, you know what I'm saying? I bring the cuties. You're going to have to really step up. These are some bad motherfuckers, my nigga. So if I bring one of my little sisters to this motherfucker, nigga, it's going to hurt. Now, ask a liar. He's on the phone. He know what they look like, brother a liar. Yo. Oh, you wasn't even listening. Okay. Well, DJ Full Moon said bring some of the cuties down. I told him he need to be on a very high level. If I bring one of my sisters down, this motherfucker, uh, he can't just come in that motherfucker talking about he ain't tricking. You start with tricking. So these some bad <laughs> motherfuckers. And I told him they could ask a liar. How oh, yeah, bad you got to come ready. You got to come ready. You got to come, mm-hmm. come with the A game. Right, that's sitting there like, no, I don't trick, nigga. You start out the game with lobster. You better walk in the lecture with a fucking lobster under your arm, my nigga. DJ Full Moon said, Lyle, oh, I'm on my leisure. I'm, uh, I'm rapid funds on deck. You know what I'm saying? You know, that shit wear out, nigga. Nigga, ain't you a DJ, nigga? Ain't you got, ain't you got the club bumping? You may need to get, you may need to have you set up at the lecture so like, nigga, you from the South. You going to play that fucked up music. I don't want to spry. I don't want to spry. I don't want to spry. I hear that, nigga. We done. Conscious big booty Amazons all day. Botanical escape. You are right. And they are. And they all run around my house, and I can't do nothing but ask Khadija. Do we have any more of that alkaline water, sister? And then, you know, all the five yellow young ones, I became fucking Uncle Panic. It's a fucking shame. It's a fucking shame. 
the little young sister, hi, Uncle Panic. I'm like, mm-mm. You lucky I'm with Khadija because that shit, that uncle shit wouldn't fly. I said, look, you know, you got to I'm not your uncle, bitch. Because what I, what I got in my mind, I couldn't be your uncle. I would get arrested for that, shall But not anymore. I think of nothing but Khadija. Pure thoughts. Sandy readings, Sandy readings, Sandy readings dot com. music, nigga. All right, as I have nothing to say, I'm sure I will see you niggas another time online. Until that next right. time, it was fucking great to be here. Lie asleep. Good thing you ain't gonna drive home, you lazy motherfucker. Zombie readings, cult lectures. Thank you, Bradford. As always, what state are you in, Bradford? Because when we come to your state, you know what I'm saying? It is that. And then DJ Full Moon starts typing like he always do, and you never know what the fuck it means. But in his line, you can't enter the, you can't um integrate with this nigga any too much. He gets fucking crazy. But peace, E-Pan, we're the chicken. I don't know what that means. See, like, he wrote, what you drink, I'm going to get some Tiger Bomb for ye Negroes. Might have too much Amazon. But it, but we going to be the drink occult champs in the mood, in this mood. <laughs> he wrote that. Son, <laughs> son yo, I ain't going to front. Nigga, full moon. I think you legally retarded sometimes. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think you, I think you legally retarded, kid. What you drank? I'ma get some Tiger Bomb for ye Negroes. Might have to Amazon it, but we gonna be the drink occult champs in the mood. All right, we all had enough tonight. Okay, uh, we all had enough. Know what I'm saying? We need to get Pan and Khadija to the mighty uh, MGM of Motor City. Detroit's on that list, my nigga, so that's where you are, Botanical Escape. How's your name Botanical Escape and you live in Detroit? Y'all niggas got brown water. I'm sure there's no botanica out that motherfucker. I'm sure there's no botanical garden in Detroit, my nigga. You're not going to convince me of that. <laughs> your name is like, if you're in Detroit... You need a botanical escape, nigga, because y'all niggas is drinking mud water, my nigga. Oh, I don't need a Sprite. I don't need a Sprite. All right, look here, niggas. <laughs> know the brown water there. You know what I'm saying? That's Flint. Okay, still low. <laughs> no, all, they all pipes, baby, so that's Flint. They all the same pipes, baby. I don't trust it, boo. I one young lady niggas. I'm out of here, man. One piece. One. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.